Okay, so we are here today. It is 1.37 p.m. And we're about to give you a ancestor message. Let's see what they got to say, okay? <laughs> so first off, let's see what ancestors are here. We have a grandfather that's here. Somebody's grandfather will be here a lot, okay? It doesn't have to be the same grandfather that I keep running into, but somebody's grandfather, I keep picking up on grandfather's energy. This grandfather could be... Um, of three generations so this person could have um a name that circulates in the family like a junior senior third type shit like that um you could be seeing this person in your dreams or you could be feeling this person's presence around you is what i'm seeing as well yeah there's also a grandma here um somebody has like a gun toting grandma like a grandma that was with the shits she could have like been spiritual or Christian in some type of way, but she also like was with the shits. She could be from the south. Like I'm picking up Texas. Don't mess with Texas. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. They got big guns in Texas. Yeah, this is somebody's grandma on their mother's side. Grandma, uh, uh, grandma and grandpa on their mother's side is what I'm saying. That had three generations. Okay. So what I'm seeing is they're saying that they need you to take a spiritual bath. Something about you taking a spiritual bath is going to help something work in your favor um, at a very rapid speed. Um, You could have been feeling very defeated lately or maybe a lot of things has been going on coming towards you, being sent to you. Whether this is magic, energies, rumors, um, lies, anything. You've been going through a lot. What they're saying is like, they've been coming to your dreams or they've been trying to relate the message to you that this spiritual bath is going to be very important. I don't know what about it. Maybe you need to do the whole thing, like set up all your elements, have crystals, have candles, the water, the herbs, do the entire thing. Um, It's going to help you clear your mind, but it's also going to open up some type of options for you, some type of money options. Your money options are always protected. Don't get me wrong and don't get them wrong. They're just saying it's like something what you do with magic. It's like, especially if you're into this kind of stuff, you can open up a portal or something is what I'm saying. So take your spiritual bath, boo. They're saying to stop fighting um, against yourself with your magic. Like maybe you doubt your magic a lot. Maybe other people come to you for certain things and... They could even give you reviews and you don't feel like it's working or you may feel like, okay, it's working for others. Why is it not working for me? It's about your mindset. What I'm seeing is your mindset is in reverse right now because you're not believing in your magic. Yeah. But it's actually time for you to get out of this stagnancy and get out of this energy. Um, work with certain herbs that'll help you. Let me see. Um, Demiana helps with sacral chakra energy. Maybe even lighting a, getting an orange candle and burning it and letting it burn while you do creative things like writing, um, brainstorming, writing a book, writing poetry, um, some type of creative ventures. Even if you do crafty things with your hands, I don't know, do that with an orange candle burn, but also take your spiritual bath because it's like you need to and put the intentions of clearing your mind opening up your mind to new possibilities and things like that because like right now it's like i'm seeing you're holding yourself back you're holding yourself back because of your um your mental space 
it's time to open up your heart again. If you've been worried about generational curses and stuff, you already broke them. They're showing me that you already broke these generational curses, so it's nothing you should worry about. It's nothing you have to worry about anymore. Um, they just need you to clear off the last residual part of this energy, okay? So that's very important. Should that make me want to get up and take a spiritual bath? <laughs> I'm like, damn, okay. But your uh, your ancestors are telling me that you're heavily, heavily protected. Also, go out and hug a tree, sit in front of a tree and write, do something like that. Um, they're showing me that like they used to sit under trees and do crafts. So even if you're like, okay, let me go take me a spiritual shower or a spiritual bath or whatever, and then like I'm off today, whatever. Let me go outside to a park sit under the tree and write that'll help you out tremendously write down your dreams your goals your visions and things like that um your grandpa's a little annoyed with you right now he can be a little annoyed because like he's like okay the time's up you've been sulking around you've been moping around it's time to get the fuck up and get shit done to bring your dreams into reality we're supporting you you know you got this basket full of dreams you got you want to um have money and luxuries and knowledge and wisdom and communication with them and you know um the best things to eat the best clothes the best you know all your heart's desires your your dream love you want all these things but it's like you're still moping around the same energy it's like whatever you want to attract you got to be in that energy if it makes sense so say you're listening to my podcast and it's like okay you've been wondering why you've been manifesting 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 it's not coming through well, okay, let's say you've been manifesting um, new business opportunities and you have your own set of skills within your own gifted hands, but you have not been applying yourself. You haven't been using your gifts. You see what I'm saying? So how do you expect to have more business opportunities if you have not been applying yourself? How do you expect to have um, new love come? What are they going to just, you going to manifest somebody that is going to pop up on your couch magically? No, you need to go out there and put in some work, you know, go find you a singles bar or go find, you know, go on a date or go somewhere that you like. If you like art, go to an art show. You might end up running into somebody else that's single. Put the intentions out there. Say, hey, you know what? Spirit guides, I heard your message from Nola Moon earlier and that message resonated with me. Shit, she's right. How the fuck am I going to manifest this man or woman and I'm always at home? Every weekend I'm at I'm at home in front of my house, uh, you know, in front of my TV, in my pajamas, eating my food, snacking. How the fuck am I gonna find this person when I don't like dating on social medias because people be catfish? How am I supposed to find this person if I'm always in the house? She's right. What do I would I expect this person to just come through through Amazon Prime shipping? What the next day shipping or something? Like for real. Like she's telling the truth. So what do I gotta do? to get out of this ask them they'll tell you they'll show it to you in a dream or they'll start showing you different signs they might you might even get on your phone and look and you might see that down the street from you there's a speed dating thing or i don't fucking know you know what i mean or you might see oh my god van gogh is having an exhibit downtown i love van gogh you go to van gogh oh man i'm going by myself i ain't got no friends but you still dress up and you look sexy whether you're a man or a woman you dress up and you look your best you still go there and somebody happens to see you and they looking at you more than they looking at van gogh's art you feel me that's how shit happens because you put the intentions out 
I'm about to dress up. I'm about to look good. Even if I don't catch no eyes, I'm about to do my thing tonight. But I'm going to put out in the intention that when I start to put myself out there in different environments, that I attract the person that is meant for me, that I attract the person that I've been manifesting. And that's how you end up doing it. But you can't, that person is not going to fall out the fucking sky and get on your bed, bro. Or, you know what I'm trying to say? So that's a message from somebody. Because somebody been manifesting, but it's like you haven't been putting the action behind the manifestations. They need you to do that. If you've been manifesting to be somebody's wife one day, but you moping around and the house ain't clean, how the fuck you going to be a wife if you can't get this shit? Come on, man. You ain't Cardi B up here. She talking about she don't cook, she don't clean. But baby, you got to cook and you got to clean because you ain't balling. Feel me? So get it done. How you gonna say you wanna do something but then you're not doing it? How you say you wanna homeschool your kids? Did you start looking into homeschool material? For example, for me, I have my son's homeschool material before this boy was even out my motherfucking belly, honey. I have a whole bin full of from preschool to like fifth grade. I swear to god, of homeschool stuff. That to this day I'm not getting rid of. I don't care about losing my bat. <laughs> Flashcards and award system and certificates and all that kind of shit. All that shit. Start gathering that. How do you gather? Start finding places together based on your budget. If you's on, if you're on a thrift store budget, they got thrift store homeschooling items there. If you, even if you go to the dollar store, my God, you can find a, a trace me. Or, or a math packet or, or a spelling packet at the fucking dollar store. Get that shit together and teach your kids. Get some chalkboards. Get some dry erase boards. Get some shit together. Start collecting it. That's how you make shit happen. You don't just, oh, man, I just want to homeschool my kids. I'm going to just sit around and not do fucking shit all day, though. But complain and talk to other people about it. But I'm not going to do a fucking thing. Or, you know what? Nola's right. I got an extra $20 this paycheck. Like I said, you don't have to be fucking balling. You just got to make effort. And I promise you, if you work with your ancestors or your your angels, whoever you talk to, shit, some people talk to the demons. Fuck it. Talk to them. Whoever the fuck you fuck with. Say, hey, y'all. Hey, man, I heard all this thing. I got the message. This is what I want to do. My money's tight right now, but it's not going to always be tight. I'm going to put this into my kid. I'm going to put this into me. I'm going to invest this. If it's for the homeschooling, like I said, you got 20 bucks, go to the dollar store. Baby, don't, don't, until you have all your stuff together, you don't even have to have your kid touch it. Just put it to, put it away in a corner somewhere until you have everything and then you realize, wow, me taking 20 bucks out of five paychecks, what was that, $100? That's $100 worth of supplies. And you know, at the dollar store, that's 20 items each. You see what the fuck I'm saying? And every time you go there, it's not going to be the same thing. You might have flashcards this time. You might have uh, some notebooks this time, some pencils, some rulers for science. The little etchy sketch shit when you have to learn how to measure and all that kind of shit. The little letters and numbers and tracing, calculators. Highlighters so that they can research and look up stuff and remember what they read stickers and stuff for reward systems and point systems and shit even y'all might grab them some candy so they they finish something here you finish this you, you got an a you can get a piece of candy that's the type of shit i'm talking about create that system for your kid somebody that's listening to this needed to homeschool and they didn't know how to do it i'm telling you how to do it my my grandma and my great grandma Medea, they did that shit and they still do that shit to this day in the spirit world i promise you 
I promise you. To the point, I just get downloads of shit to get all the time. The other day on Amazon, I just ordered my son this, like, uh, speech therapy thing. It's, like, for kids that need to learn how to uh, uh, say certain words and stuff like that. Like, phonics. I think it's called, like, phonics or shit, like some shit like that. You know, like, they'll say, you know, eyes, ears, nose, mouth. Then they'll get into, I am hungry. He is hungry. She is hungry. You know what I mean? While you busy, you cooking food, you're a single mom. You're like, how am I going to balance this out? I'm telling you, you don't got to just be a mom. You can be a single dad, too. You got to get up in the morning at a certain time. You got to get them the food cooking shit. While they're cooking the food, slap on that little phonics. They watch the little 30-minute show or whatever, a little hour show. Don't turn on the bullshit, the, the fucking Roblox and, 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 and fucking SpongeBob and shit as soon as they wake up that dumbs down their mind. It's programming. Half the shit on there is inappropriate sexually and or violent on, on, on cartoons these days. Anyways, hook them on some phonics real quick. The first, or, or, or if they're older, what do we used to watch? Schoolhouse Rock. If you're if, if they're in the age of like um, multiplying and division and shit like that, grammar, punctuation, Schoolhouse Rock was everything. They might cost you a little bit, but invest. I promise you. Man, we played that shit so much when we was in fifth grade. I, I learned the song, and that's how I learned the information. Schoolhouse Rock. Phonics. Leapfrog. My son got the little leapfrog uh, toy. Helping with his ABCs, his letters. It plays games and shit. ABC Mouse. There's several different little programs and stuff where you guys can have it. And I think we got, me and my son got ABC Mouse. It's like $12.99 or something a month. And it, and it tracks his growth. So if he learned how to do something new on there, it tracks his growth. It shows you how much he's doing, what he's doing. And I'm not saying they need to be in front of TV 24-7. I'm not saying they don't need to watch any regular TV. But monitor the amount of screen time your kids have. Make them read a book. When I was a kid, we couldn't go outside and just play like my fucking friends. My friends, like, even as a fucking, what, like, 11, 12, 13-year-old, my friends and shit didn't understand that in summertime, me and my sister had to read a whole fucking, like, three, four paragraphs and write a summary before we even think about going outside. And we had to finish our chores. And if the shit wasn't done by the time my mom got home, we was in trouble and we was punished, grounded. We couldn't even think, we didn't even get up in the morning and think about turning on no TV. Because we knew if we wanted to go outside, we had to finish all this shit first. So we get up early, make up our bed, make sure the kitchen was clean, make sure if, if mom said the, the, liver, the chore for the day was vacuum the living room and clean the bathroom, those two things was done. The little work assignment, and this was in the summertime, my guy. This was the summer. When your kids are sitting around for the summertime, not doing shit, waking up whenever they want to, getting lazier, playing video games all fucking day, numbing their minds, we were getting ahead for the next year. This 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 was when we were in public school. This doesn't have to be for just homeschool kids, even in public school. Keep them sharp. Fuck are you doing? Let them watch TV all damn day on Roblox and shit, talking to predators and shit. I just did a fucking podcast about a missing girl. And she was with a predator. 
probably from like Roblox or something like that. I keep saying Roblox because they're fucking creepy on here. And I don't know why there's it's a kid thing. And it pisses me off that my goddaughter even plays that shit. But I'm not her mom. So I can't, you know. I tell her, but her mom is the final say so. That shit's sick. There's pedophiles on there. Talking to little kids. There was a, a, a article I just seen about uh it's on Amazon too. It's a uh it's a Bluetooth karaoke machine. I'm gonna try to find the name of it. But it's a Bluetooth karaoke machine on on Amazon. And a parent just um filed a complaint because she heard a man over her like her daughter was in the room and she heard a man talking to her and she's a single mom so it's just her and she ain't had nobody in the house so she started to get creeped out like who the fuck is talking she's finding the voice looking around the house for the voice the voice is coming from her daughter's karaoke box it's a grown-ass man talking to her hey are you where you at where you live by you live by yourself oh you guys are on the corner of that mcdonald's huh in that blue house you see what i'm saying this is the kind of shit that goes on when you get them in the screen too much Put them little, I almost said little niggas. <laughs> put them little people outside. We used to go, they, our parents used to put us outside with one cup of water for the whole day and be like, y'all keep running now, y'all in this motherfucker. We used to be outside all goddamn day exploring this shit. Y'all kids don't do that these days. They don't have imaginations. They don't know what lava monster and shit is. They don't know what, what tag and fucking, uh, Red light, green light. They don't know none of that shit. It's time to introduce that to them again. Not just homeschooling. Double Dutch. Get some double Dutch ropes. Black women. That's a that's a confirmation right there. Black women. Get some double Dutch ropes. That's our black girl magic. That shit was so powerful. I haven't seen double Dutch ropes since I was in fifth grade. And it's like they just disappeared ever since then. I know I'm not in elementary no more, but I don't even see them when I'm going past. When I'm driving past elementary school and they outside playing, I don't see that. Y'all remember double dutch competitions? And drill step, drill teams? Bring back having fun off your own energy. Not always being consumed in what the higher ups want you to see on TV. Especially for our kids. Remember that everything they watch is in their brain, and they're learning that way, too. So if the same corruption that I mentioned on the previous one is in the air, is on the news, is in the shows, is in the cartoons, that's the same stuff they're getting downloaded to their brains. I'm very, very picky over what my son watches. I watch it, and if I pick up clues from it, he don't watch it. My son's two, two and a half years old. So right now, what he watches... He watches Daniel, what, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. It's like a, a, a continuum on from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, talking about um, manners and friends and respect and shit like that. He watches Dinosaur Train that teaches him about different dinosaur time periods and stuff. He's a boy. He likes dinosaurs, whatever. It's a good show, though. It teaches him. He watches Super Y, where it teaches him about letters and stuff like that. He watches... Um, that other little show his phonics show of course um damn it elmo he watches sesame street and stuff it's an old ass thing but it works it helps he learns his alphabets his letters imagination being creative sharing things like that okay so i hope that helps i feel like somebody really needed to 
hear something about homeschooling. I don't know. I'm just channeling. Okay. So, also, what I'm seeing is this message is for somebody that feels like they're in a struggle. It's time for you to release your old ways. If, if you're still in your old ways, you're going to keep struggling against whatever you're struggling against. Okay? So, for example, if you're trying to move on and create your own business, but you're still applying for jobs... And it's a struggle for you. You're not finding one. Well, fuck. It's, it's a sign that maybe while you're applying for your own business. I'm not saying don't put in no applications. But at the same time, you're applying to get somewhere else with somebody else. Apply that shit to yourself. Like I just said. Just see. Be like, fuck. Let me see. If you know you're good at something, do it and see what happens. You never know. But it's, it's something about, like, you have to let go of your old ways in order to get out your struggle. You got to let go of your old belief systems in order to get out your struggle. You're going to stay in your struggle, bro. If you're like, okay, I want to, if for example, you're like a tarot person or something. And you're like, okay, I want to make this a full-time business. How do I do that? Shit, I made my shit a full-time business. Now my guys told me um, I can't I can't do what I was doing before. The readings for other people... I can't read people's energies no more. It makes me sick. That's why I do it on a collective purpose. People's energies are too low. They're too in fear. They're too fear-based. That's why with tarot readers, especially ones listening to me, you need to learn how to know what energies to read and know what energies not to read. You need to use discernment before you just accept the reading. And be like, yeah, I'm going to read it because I need the 20 bucks. Another thing is, a lot of you guys are not charging enough money. That irritates the fuck out of me. I wasn't, because I don't, I didn't, I, I, I came over to TikTok from Facebook. On Facebook, I created my own entire, my own scheme of money, my own pyramid scheme, my own empire. I created that on Facebook. Then when I realized that Facebook maxes out at 5,000 people, I have well over that. I just didn't add them all because I knew it would take certain um, privileges and stuff from me. I wouldn't be able to post pictures and personal things like that it's like a creator account down there so i was like okay i'm about to go to youtube youtube's a little harder it's for some fucking reason it's really hard for the same people that's on your fucking tiktok and all your other social medias it's so hard for them to just go to youtube and click subscribe i don't know fucking why but it just is like how the fuck do i have and i and i don't even have a bigger following as everybody else but my shit means something how the fuck I got 7,770-something friends on, I mean, people that follow my content on TikTok, but I ain't even got a 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, and it's a simple fucking thing. Like, simple. Thousands of people will like the fucking video, but bro, just go over there and click the fucking button so I can keep helping, you feel me? That's all. But it's like, it, t- it takes a minute. And it's going to take a minute for you, too. But it's okay. I don't never give up. I could give a fuck. Even when my ancestors are like, you got to stop doing readings. I was like, fuck you mean I got to stop doing readings, bro? That's my money. On Facebook, the empire that I made, I was making three to $400 a day off readings. And I was not doing... When I first started, let me say this. When I first started, I was doing a cheaper reading. And then when I started to realize that the cheaper readings brought more people, but it also ate up more of my energy. 
where I'm tired, where I barely had time to kick it with my kid because I'm trying to bust out these ribs because y'all paid me. And I'm doing this from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Fuck you mean? Nah, I'm good. So I realized I got to up my price where it's fair to myself, but it's also fair to them. I have to see what the competition was talking about. You get, it's, it's a real business. If you're going to make it a business, make it a business, bro. Be on time for yourself. I see a lot of people be like, uh, oh, I'm sorry I couldn't get to your reading today. Y'all just don't have to understand that I got a whole bunch of... No, they don't need to understand that. You as a business need to understand that you need to get your priorities straight. You need to learn how to protect your energy. You need to know what you're doing. People, oh, oh, book me for a reading. Book me for a reading. Book me for a reading. And then get on TikTok and get on YouTube and stuff and be like, my bad, I couldn't do your reading today. Stop telling people to book for readings. Then tell people that it's a business. Tell people, you know what, I... I can get you. This is what I used to do. I used to schedule people. I had a whole calendar that I scheduled you. I would take a couple of people until I until I got to my max, my three four hundred a day. Once I got to my max, whether that was four or five people, whatever, four or five people, I got three four hundred dollars max. Cool. If the seventh and eighth person came through because somebody gave them a reference, I would I would happily conversate with them happily. Especially if I'm awake. Because a lot of times it got to the point where people started to disrespect the time zones. It was hitting me up at 3 o'clock in the morning thinking because they sent me some money, I was going to do a reading. I would explain to them very professionally, yes, I'm a business, but I'm a motherfucking mother. And I'm a single mother and I do this by myself. So you worried about if your dude is cheating or not, which you probably could tell with your own gut. But that can wait until I wake up and I feed my son. And I get us set up, and then I'll be ready. There was rules and statutes of limitation when it came to my shit. Nobody could run over me about nothing. That's where you gotta get to, or you're gonna continue to struggle. That's not just for tarot, but somebody's listening to this needs help with tarot and homeschooling, and I'm the one that's gonna help you out. Listen to this shit, honey. Like, boo, honey, I'm here for you. It's okay. I'm doing the same thing. It is okay. Shit is not gonna be all peaches and cream. At first, you're going to have to figure out your rhythm and flow, but it's going to end up working for you. Like right now, I think I hear my son waking up and walking over here to open up my door. And then I'm going to have to take a pause and come back to you guys and finish telling your messages. But that's okay. When I first started this, I was like, oh my God, I got to... I was like putting, you know, other people's needs before my own. Trying to make sure things were perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. But people, if you be true to yourself, you be honest people can understand that you're human that's why i'm completely honest i love doing these podcasts but if my son needs me he wakes up i'm gonna turn this shit off and we'll get back to it later it's okay you'll hear the little music break and we'll get back to it honey be patient with yourself you're not gonna change and be rich or famous all of a sudden overnight it's not just not gonna happen that way okay someone's really stressed out about some type of union between a lover, a twin flame, a soulmate, the you stressing out about this union is keeping you further away from that person, tied down. Focus on your shit first, and then that person will come along. Once your shit is in balance, they'll come along. Because the thing is, twins mirror each other. So y'all both, if, you, if you're in this energy, they're also in that energy. And they're also not ready for you yet. Y'all not quite ready yet. And I know sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's all about getting out your own way. 
Yeah. You got to find your own passions and understand your own magic first. Or it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's uh, what's the word called? If you don't, then it's uh, attachments. It's a codependency. That's what it is. Codependent on another energy. You don't want that. You never want a codependent relationship. You got to learn how to be independent first on on your own. Especially if this is talking about soulmate unions or twin flame unions. It's all about learning your own journey before you can come together. Because if you look at it, especially if this is going to twin flames, people that know they have a twin flame union. Twin flames, that's your other half. When y'all, come to, when y'all come together again, that's one soul. I always use that one band, one sound from Drumline. That makes it one band, one sound when y'all come together, right? But if y'all both struggling to get out your own ways, it make it, it prolongs the journey that much longer. You have to learn self-love, self-worth before y'all can come together. And then when y'all come together, you have to then heal the family union. Okay, because nine times out of ten, you and your twin flame done came from similar backgrounds, broken homes, broken families, broken situations. Um, uh, you know, your 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 hopes and dreams are put to the side, type of shit. When y'all come together, it's like all your dreams will come true, and then it's it, it, it healing never stops. Just because I said I done healed through a lot of shit doesn't mean my healing's done. I'm now waiting to come into union with my twin flame so that we can start the next process of our journey but right now i finished all my struggles all my ego struggles and all my shadow sides and stuff so that's what it looks like y'all working on i hear my son and sound like he touching some stuff outside my room he is not supposed to be touching so we're gonna tap back into this after i get him fed and stuff i love you guys hopefully this is resonating for somebody needs to resonate for we'll be back Okay, but we're back. So, continuing on for what we were saying, it sounds like somebody that's listening to this, you could be a male or a female. Um, you honestly could be anybody, have any type of craft, but in particular, somebody listening is into tarot readings, into doing them for a business, into starting their own business and or revamping their business and making it something that is profitable for them and their children um, to take care of their bills and things like that, okay? So, if this is your passion, you can do that. That's what I was saying before I had to stop and take care of my son. Create a schedule where it works for you and your kids. Even if you got more than one kid, figure out something that is going to work for everybody, okay? Another thing I think I was talking about before I got off here was, like, being professional, okay? I seen something. It was a while ago. It could have been a movie or something. It, I think it was a documentary, actually. It's a documentary by Tyreek Nasheed. It's called Hidden Colors, okay? There's Hidden Colors like 1, 2, 3, 4, and Hidden Colors 1804 talking about the Haitian Revolution. A bunch of powerful black men and women that got together that explains our history in detail. In that specific um, documentary, there's one in particular where they mentioned... um, the difference between black business and black business. You know, you got a business. 
versus you got a business. You know what I mean? It's like whether whatever culture you are, this is my culture, so this is what I tend to um teach people about. You know what I mean? This is for us really. If you get some information off of it, cool. But I do shit for my people because we ain't got nothing for us. So if you're trying to get a black business going on, make sure you're a business and not a bennet. Because nobody want a bennet. You feel me? Nobody, it's, it's, it's half-assed. It's halfway done. You don't even pronounce the business. You don't even pronounce it. You see what I'm saying? It's half-assed. Nobody wants no half-assed business. So when you're going on here and, and, and you might have, what, 16,000 followers, 100,000 followers and shit like that. And you're making a commercial or infomercial, whatever, on TikTok or whatever you're on. And you're saying, hey, I do readings. Book with me here. Follow this link here. Cash at me this, that, and that, da, 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 da. But then at the same time, you're not making a schedule. You're not communicating to your clients, your potential customers, that you do certain readings. You do from this time to this time. If they hit you up and it's past this time, you may need to wait for the next day. Or if that's booked up, you may need to wait until the next couple days. Be professional. That's something somebody needs to hear. The reason that you're stuck in the situations you're in is because you're not, you're rushing into them. You're not um, seeing everything for what it is. You're just rushing into it. That doesn't balance out anything. That keeps things unbalanced. That keeps you in a stuck energy. If this is your business, wake up every day on time for your shit. Get up. Wash your face, brush your teeth, change your outfit. Take a spiritual bath, do your spiritual cleansings and things, and get it done. Cleanse in between readings. If you're if you're feeling like, okay, damn, I'm needing a nap, my energy's getting tired, then that means by the time you mark that person, say it's your seventh reading for today, and you realize, okay, after seven people, that's when my energy starts to get drained. That's when my head starts to hurt. Then you need to know, okay, my max is six, seven people a day. So if you're doing $5 readings... What the fuck is that going to add up for you? $5 readings, seven people, that's $35. When you could have been doing $50 readings. You, do you see what I'm saying? You could have been doing $50 readings with seven people. Add that up. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can't complain about shit not happening or not going your way when you haven't even weighed out all your options. You haven't even put your best foot forward yet change the way you think about things okay you manifesting this this abundance but you're not in an abundant energy if you were in an abundant energy you would have been already doing all the shit i just said i don't care if you're like because when i have to switch my prices when i have to up my prices i didn't even second guess it i didn't sit there and be like oh man nobody's gonna listen anymore them same people that was getting information off my readings that was I was helping those same people paid the the um the raised price because they valued my information they valued my gifts they valued my insight my advice my knowledge me connecting them with their ancestors they valued that so the people that really fuck with you that's supposed to be on your platform anyways they're gonna fucking support you so don't be like oh man I don't know I might only do twenty dollars not quite up to 50 or 60 or 70 dollar readings like nola says i should because 
I'm going to lose everybody. I got to stick to my $2.22. I got to stick to my $5.55. I got to stick to my 11-11 readings that I had on TikTok. You did that because you had competition. Even on TikTok, people were asking me all up and down my comments, please, how do I reach out to you? How do I get a reading by you? Baby, the type of readings I do now, as much information as I give you, you're going to have to book me on some, like, clientele shit, like, 100 an hour. And I'm not playing about that. Dead ass, 100 an hour, if not more, depending on what I'm reading. When I'm looking into these unsolved mysteries and shit, if I really wanted to charge people, that'd be even more expensive because I'm solving cases and shit. Have I done that yet? Hell no. Why? Because everything needs a review first. Collect your reviews. That's what I did. I started off collecting my reviews first. When I was first doing this first you know jumped off the porch of this spiritual shit and it really wasn't that long ago i just looked at it as a business these are my talents this is my gift i invested in myself so this is my this is what my business is so when i first did that um honestly like i was collecting reviews the whole time because i knew um this little couple bucks here and there but nah bro was not gonna do it i think i started off with like 20 dollar readings or something yeah, I did like $20 readings at first. And I was like, this shit is for the birds. <laughs> By the time you get your first five people, that's $100. But the fuck I just said, I can do that with one or two people. And I just read the whole day's worth of people, just reading them down, telling them shit they ain't even know about, answering questions and shit, telling them about their dreams, tapping into their subconscious mind, shit they ain't even think about. Helping them heal wounds. Activating and awakening their third eye. Reminding them of childhood things that were suppressed. All that shit for 20 bucks? I was like, the fuck am I doing? I have to realize my worth. Go back into the game. I have to fix my emotions. I have to heal my energy involving my heart chakra and what I truly felt like I was worth. I had to tap into self-love. I had to remember my passions. And I also collected reviews i have so many fucking reviews i could literally go back and like screenshot them all and just put them on a video i would probably need hella videos on tiktok if i wanted to show you guys all my reviews because every person that got a reading from me i asked them if they you know if they truly found something out of my reading if they got some type of insight to give me an honest review you know and they did and that created word of mouth and created referrals and people passing on, which created more clientele. I have lots of clientele. The thing is, right now, my clientele does not need me anymore. So I, I understood why my position, my work had to change. I understood why my guide said stop reading people personally because that's not the energy I'm in anymore. I'm here to help the collective, obviously. Whoever the fuck is listening to this, even if it's this, even if you have another business in mind, I just showed you how to be a single parent, whether you're a male or female, and get shit done. Homeschooling as well. Take it and apply the information where it needs to be applied at. You can do it. If I can do it, you can fucking do it. 
but I can't read nobody's in, in, individual energies anymore. When I last read somebody's energy, I think the last reading I did, it made me sick, and that was that was like the the confirmation for me, because I was at the point where I was like, okay, I know my worth, I know I'm worth more, but at that moment, I needed the money. You're gonna go through a lot of tests too, ups and downs, and things like that, because your guides, your spirit guides, your angels, whatever, they're gonna test you. The same king or queen that you say you wanted to be. If you say you in that energy, you're good. I, I was supposed to hold that energy of I already have this money. But in that moment, I did. I was in, in a state of fear for a second. I was in a small state of fear. And I felt like I was lacking. So I did do a reading for a couple little bucks. I mean, it was, it was not all 20 bucks or nothing. It was a normal reading, 65 bucks. But I still did it. When I when my guides told me I'm worth more than that now, I don't know sixty five dollars is not gonna cut anything that I'm doing. So when I did the reading that day, oh baby, I was sick for like two days. That person's energy was so dirty. That person's energy was so low, to the point you gotta really and I, and the thing is I knew this before I read her, but I like I said I needed the fucking money. Or I felt like I needed the money. That person's energy was so dirty. Her energy made me sick for like two, three days. As soon as I closed out of her energy and called my energy back to myself after the reading, I got a migraine. Why? Because her energy was so stagnant and stuck. Everything, all the the power and love and light that I put into her reading... She refuted it all. She didn't want to hear it all. She had a she a lot of people come to you and be like, I want to love reading. I want to figure out what's going on with them. If your ancestors don't give a fuck about telling you about this person because they know you're not supposed to be with them and you know that, they're gonna tell you some shit that you need to hear. Not that you want to hear it, what you need to hear. She didn't like that. So the whole time she's listening on the other end, she's listening to the reading. She's throwing me bad energies because I'm telling her what the fuck needs to be heard. What her ancestors have been trying to get across to her about herself, her purpose, her person, whatever. That made me sick. That's when I said, all right, y'all, y'all, y'all good, bro. I'm good off personal readings. You can't pay me enough to do a personal reading. I don't even need a card. I can read you. I don't need any cards to read you anymore. But that's when I stopped saying... Yes, the personal readings. Somebody needs to hear that, too. Y'all be on the fucking TikTok. I, there was one point in time. What was it? The big shift. It was the last winter solstice. So, 12-21-2021. Uh, uh, I, I warned people. If y'all seen on my podcast and or my Facebook, whatever the fuck I was on. Uh, not podcast. Um, TikTok. One of them or both of them. I told everybody, hey, protect your energies and stay off of social medias. Do you think people listen to me? Fuck no. I told even the readers, stay off of it. Do you think they listen? Fuck no, because everything is money. But when you're doing shit for a very cheap price, you feel like, oh my God, I got to do so many readings today so I can get so much money. They ain't even listen. Can I tell you? My guides was like, go in there and look. You just warned these people about staying off of it because these energies are so raw. Everybody's energies were all over the place. 
people were trying to figure out themselves people were awakening some people were in some lower vibrational energies i think it was like something else happened like this around the blood moon or something around um halloween too it was like around halloween and again around winter solstice where the energies was just all over the fucking place it was a shift it was a big shift in timelines that happened energetically People have to face their shadow selves that they didn't want to face. People that ain't even into spirituality had shit coming up from their past and shit that they didn't did that they had to look in the mirror and face themselves. Not everybody want to face themselves. It got very violent around that time, too. Aggressively violent in the whole world, not just in my area, not just in yours. Planetary alignment. Planetary alignment comes different. Planetary alignment comes uh, brings energies, brings certain energies here. So we had retrogrades, which was bringing back people from the past, bringing back shit that you thought you done dropped behind, but you didn't. Bringing back exes, old trauma, old drama, rumors and things. Karmic things. Made it seem like everything that you was doing was moving backwards, Right? I told everybody, stay off of social medias at that time. Do you think people listen? Fuck no. Do you know what I seen when my guys told me, go in there and take a sneak peek? So so they can confirm to me why I was off of there? Man, I got on that fucking TikTok. And do you know how many people I seen look so sick? Because you're on there doing collective readings. So you're tapping into the collective energy. Same thing I'm doing right now. I'm helping out the collective When you don't know how to read energies and you don't know about planetary alignments, which is more studying, this tarot shit is deeper than reading a couple fucking pictures on a couple cards or reading a book. It's all about energies. You got to know about energies and know how to protect yours or you can get something attached to you. So they they doing all these collective readings and all this karmic energies coming up about karmics and witchcraft and spells and all that shit. Why is that coming up in the collective? Because a lot of people right now actively are breaking generational curses, breaking spells that was on their family, whether they knew their family was into magic or not. Whether you knew your ancestors had magic put on them or not. I gave you guys a couple examples of generational curses and how you can break them the other day. Listen to those other podcasts. I'm not about to go into that right now. But that's what everybody was feeling. God bless you, baby. The gods bless you, baby. Sorry, my son just sneezed. Um, That's what y'all was feeling. That's what they were going through. So much hurt and pain. And not just the hurt and pain from the person that's scrolling on TikTok and YouTube and shit. But y'all feeling the hurt and pain from their generations and generations and generations before them. And y'all picking up all that into your energetic field, into your auric field reading when you know you ain't supposed to be reading right now it's like take a break my guy what the fuck is where, where's the world gonna go you're stressing about bills that's always gonna fucking be there you're stressing about shit that's always gonna be there do what you can do in your current present time to make a change don't sit there and stress about when this person gonna come when that person gonna come when the money gonna come what can you do right now in the present? When you stress too much about the future, you create anxiety. You create anxiety for yourself because you're worried about some shit that ain't even fucking happened yet. And nothing's set in stone. 
So depending on your actions that you do today and the next day and the next day, that plants seeds for your future. If you don't never plant no fucking seeds and you ain't doing nothing for your future and you're just in this stagnant area, we just got dirt. We just we just in the fucking dirt. We're just laying here. We got a garden. We got all these seeds. We got the holes. We got the rake. We got the plow. We got the fucking water, the nutrients. We got everything. But we just sitting there. How the fuck is, is the seeds going to plant themselves? You moping around the house all day, not getting up, not taking care of yourself, not taking care of the kids, not putting out your passions, not doing your thing. How are those seeds for you being the first millionaire in your family going to grow? How are the seeds for your, your son or your daughter to be the first black or the first president in your family or the first female president or whatever the fuck? The youngest prodigy, child prodigy in the world, whatever the fuck. How's that any of that going to happen if you're not doing it, if you're not moving forward, creating any type of action? You're just in there, just in your hopes and dreams, just, just stuck in your head. You're just there in your head all day long in this la-la land. When you can bring that la-la land to the collective to help others as well. But you have to make the first few steps. I'm seeing a lot of you guys want to be like this royal energy. Where you want people to... Uh, 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 be, you want to be sought after. You want people to come to you for your expertise, for your abilities, for your nurturing abilities, for your fashion, your clothing, the products you make... The information you have, whatever the fuck, I'm seeing it all right here. But I'm also seeing that you guys are in this lower vibrational energy, stuck. No, stop blaming it on a fucking curse. It ain't no fucking curse. You curse yourself by thinking that 24-7. Half of y'all already broke your fucking generational curses. Half of y'all already did that. But you're still in the energy of, I don't see anything happening in physical yet. Well, baby... I'm sorry to tell it to you, but you need to make things happen in the physical yourself. Your spirit guides, yes, they can do shit. Your ancestors, yes, they can do shit. Your angels, yes, they can do shit. But they also need you to do a little something. And I keep seeing that you want the whole world. You want the world at the palm of your hands. You want everything. You done cut off motherfuckers for it. It's showing me you probably done cut off friends, family members, exes. Anything that was not working out for you, you cut the shit off. You could have moved to another town. The thing is, don't none of that shit fucking matter if you're not planting any fucking seeds. What is any of that going to do? Okay, you picked up and moved. Cool. You're around a new crowd of people. Awesome. Great. Did you start planting seeds and networking with them motherfuckers? Did you say, hey, do you guys have a holistic um, uh, shop here? Do you guys know? Have Did you even question and see, damn, I'm going to be the first holistic herbal shop in this motherfucker. I got to get to it. I'll make all the money. Or I'm the first uh, person that makes lace fronts over here. I can make... Shit, I'll make a killing. They don't even know about lace fronts yet. Whatever the fuck your talent is, bro. I make the best sweet potato pies. They don't even know about that shit in this area. I'll make a killing. The first daycare. Homeschooling program. Whatever the fuck you're into. I'm seeing you're not making the steps forward, baby. What? Why? Are we waiting for it to come and pop up like we ordered it on Amazon Prime or something? It's not going to show up at your door. 
whatever business you're trying to do, whatever anything you're trying to get up off the ground, this lover that you're trying to pull in, this destined family, this empire, whatever the fuck, it's not something you can go and click on the internet on Amazon and get two-hour delivery or next-day delivery for this shit. You have to put in work. Stop worrying about if other motherfuckers gonna judge you. Do you think I give a fuck? Do you think I give a fuck? Do you know how many topics I talk about on this shit? The people I grew up with probably think I'm crazy. I don't give a fuck. You're fucking crazy because you didn't want to learn about some shit. You're fucking crazy for wanting to be in the same stagnant ass energy. Um, sitting, smoking, and drinking in front of the fucking corner store. Partying all the fucking time. Clubbing all the time. Is that the energy that I wanted to be in? Fuck no. That's the energy that everybody around me in this motherfucker in my city is in. Pimps and hoes and only fans and strippers. That's because that, that's they feel like that's their only talent. I know, and I'm not saying nothing against them. I have ex-friends that are strippers and escorts and stuff. And can I tell you them brides? They have the, and they're ex-friends, so I'm calling them brides because I don't fuck with them no more. They have the best, most rawest talent when it comes to a lot of shit. When it comes to makeup, slicking down your hair, getting some shit done with your hair, creating a whole wig. A lot of them are good at painting and artistry, sewing, pottery, choreography dance, not stripping, actual choreography. But they didn't know their worth. They didn't understand their value that they had in this world. Or if they did have a talent, they didn't believe in themselves enough. They wanted a quick way out. Quick money. Ain't shit quick about this shit. This is investment. You gotta invest in yourself, baby. You gotta believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, who the fuck else is gonna believe in you? I can go to somebody... I can go to... The top dogs. The top investors. Right now. And have a pitch for them. But if I don't believe in my pitch, you think they're going to believe in my pitch? And be like, oh yeah, we're going to invest a quarter million dollars towards this. But you, but they looking at me like, mm, this motherfucker don't even believe this shit going to work. Fuck with that. Why would I give them a quarter million dollars to put towards their dreams if they don't even believe this shit going to work? Do you see what I'm saying? But when you know your shit going to work, like I know my podcast is going to work. Period. I don't give a fuck what nobody's talking about. And how I know that. Is because it's destined for me. It's destined for me. My guy's been trying to get me to do this shit my whole fuck this whole time, and I I don't like doing it. I didn't like doing this shit before, but now I understand. They told me when I first started pulling tarot, and I'm gonna tell you my timeline so you can see my timeline, so you can see it is possible. I've been studying this stuff, like I said, since I was 19 years old. When it came to magic, ancestry, astrology, herbology, bibliomancy, all that shit. Other people's religions and cultures and bases and their creation stories and shit. All that shit. All the hidden knowledge of African um, spiritual systems, African sciences, mathematicians, our ancestors, what they truly believed in. All that shit. I've been studying that since I was 19. I'm 29 years old now. Just turned 29. 
so this shit ain't overnight no ain't nobody said that but the information that I collected can help the collective by teaching them something along with my own stories that I add in here because that's a form of shamanism when I first picked up the tarot I got, I used to get readings from people I'm, I'm, like the first one or two I was a little skeptic about but when she was able to tell me about what was going on I was like okay when somebody else knew about a generational curse and only my family knew about it, I was like, okay, these little motherfuckers might know a little something. I was skeptical about it at first. I'm not going to lie. I bought my first deck. was the Hoodoo Tarot deck because my family is into Hoodoo. My family's from New Orleans. So that deck resonated with me. I got that deck. And at first, I was on the book for a little bit, reading a little book or whatever, doing a little shit. Then it got to the point where I did so many readings, I started to remember the cards and what energies went with the cards. Then it got to the point where my gift developed and I started to realize I can channel without the cards. I can channel with looking at the pictures through the cards. I can just read the person's energy. I can read their auras. So it got to the point where my gift, my worth, it started to expand. I started to see my worth. I started to believe in myself. So my gifts started to increase and enhance. Did I think I was going to make hella money or anything? No. Did that shit pay my bills? Fuck yes. I had enough money to pay my bills. I just told you I was making three to $400 a day. And then it got to this stop. It got to a halt, a, a screeching halt. And shit started to slow down. But then I realized when it started to slow down, it was because my spirit guides were telling me it was time to move on to a different platform and to a different thing. Did I keep postponing it? Yes, because who the fuck wants to slow down three, four hundred dollars a day? I don't care what my spirit guides was talking about. I was trying to slow that shit down. So they put a, a bigger halt on my money because I was I, I forgot the worth for a second and I started to look at the what was coming in. And they kept saying, shaman, 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 shaman. I'm like, I ain't no shaman. I'm going to read a couple cards, but I ain't trying to be no shaman. You know, there's a lot of uh, uh, responsibilities and stuff. And not everybody's a shaman. Just because you read spiritual cards and, and you read tarot cards does not mean you're a shaman. You'll know if you're a shaman. You'll have shamanic experiences throughout your entire lifetime. Shamans are people that have been through the fucking mud that can use their experiences to help heal others on top of other things you know there's other things that list with shamans but that's the difference between a shaman and just somebody reading a card most of the people on youtube and and tiktok and shit them motherfuckers read cards read the books i mean they'll give you the book definition when somebody ties their life experience in it and they give you some type of healing some type of advice and things like that that's a form of a shaman shamanism okay it took me to realize that i was judging myself by trying to uh fit in with other motherfuckers i came up to where i live now from the south i'm in pacific northwest i came from new orleans the bottom of the boot the bottom bottom Where it's murder and killings and, and you you be lucky to live to a certain fucking age. And even if you do live to that age, what do you have to show for it? A lot of my family's been murdered, killed. 
because of gang violence and, and street violence out there. And then the ones that's not, what do we really have to show for it? A lot of them, like I said, my mom will even tell you she ain't learned shit in the school down there. We came up to a school in Pacific Northwest and I still didn't learn shit. I had to teach myself. So homeschool your kids, okay? But stop feeling like you're worried about what the fuck other people are going to think. That's something that somebody is right now having to move forward from. And I, I hope that this helps you move forward from that. I could give a fuck about anything anybody has to say about me. It took me a minute to get there, but I promise you, it is possible. It is very fucking possible to get to that point of fuck it. (laughs) Shit, maybe the weed I smoke helps me out with that. I'm not going to say weed is for everybody. Please don't take that as me condoning it. But I do know it helps me with that fuck it in my system. Any insecurities or any flaws that I feel... I don't feel them anymore. Not just because of weed, but because I let go the fucks that I give. If somebody next to me is like, oh, I don't know why I should be up there talking about aliens and shit. Don't nobody want to hear that. Fuck off. It ain't for you. It's for the collective that likes to hear about aliens. Maybe I have a collective that listens to that. Maybe I have a collective that likes to hear messages from their grandpa because I keep getting a grandpa that keeps popping up. Maybe people want to know about their starseed origins. Maybe people want to know about their past lives as a witch. Maybe the people want to know about their gifts. That's why I have so many variety of things that I talk about. Because that's me. And I stop giving a fuck about who the fuck wants to hear it or not. I put it out there. If people want to hear it, they're going to fucking hear it. They don't, they don't fucking want, you know? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. That's the level of not giving a fuck that you need to be on about your fucking craft. Put that shit out because you know it's golden. Because you know it's going to change the world. I don't give a fuck if it don't even change the world in this generation. It's there. You put it out there, didn't you? Okay. It might help the generation in 2055. Who fucking knows? But it's still out there. It's not just in your fucking head or in your thought process or in a dream realm anymore. It's here. It's tangible. It's something that you can fucking touch or do or see or hear. Whatever the fuck your craft or your talent is. Put it out there, bro. Some of you guys got music that needs to be put out. That's way better than half the shit that we're hearing. Molly Percocet, Percocet, Molly Percocet. Do you know that music has caused so much overdoses and opioid addictions and lean and fentanyl addictions? Imagine what your music would do some of y'all that's listening to that right you might think it don't help but it does you writing about your life and the truth about things is a form of shamanism as well that's your life story in there real music real rap real morals and values have been taken away and a lot of y'all have storybooks in your head poems Music, art that makes you feel something, food that touches your soul and puts meat on your fucking bones that's not gonna make your kids fucking grow faster than they need to with GMOs and shit. You see, whatever the fuck your talent is, you're supposed to put that out. It's a God given talent for a reason. You're a God. 
put it out there. The kids, the people, the future generations, they need it. Because if we just keep accepting what they're putting out, we're going to die. Slowly. But we're all going to fucking die. If we keep accepting the bullshit they put out, either in a mental way, an emotional way, or a physical way, we're going to die. Mentally is with the propaganda and shit from the internet, the social medias, the magazines, the TV shows, the movies, the modeling that makes you feel like you got to be a certain way. Shit, if you like, I wanted to be a model, but they don't have an avenue for big women. They don't have an avenue for uh, tattooed men, black men, or tattooed native men, or fucking get a camera and do that shit your motherfucking self and make it a thing. Make motherfuckers want to, oh my God, that motherfucker fired. Let me hire that person. You gonna be that one person that stands out of all of them skinny ass, tall ass people. Your short, stocky, tattooed self with piercings and your indigenous culture and your native hair and whatever the fuck it is, however you wear it. That's what the fuck is going to stand out. People, It's time to invent new things, bring in new things to the society. We tired as old, shriveled up ass ways. This shit's old as fuck. And then the new ways they come in is weird as fuck. They just trying to corrupt shit with the new ways. So it's time to invent your own fucking wave, okay? Somebody needed to fucking hear that. Whoever it is, I hope it reaches you, my love. And you need to share it with somebody else that needs to hear it and be inspired. But what I'm seeing out of this entire ancestor message is somebody is in their own way from making connections, from growing, from networking, because you're in this fear or lack. You're you're in fear of. It's like you're at, you're in fear of being noticed. You're in fear of being famous, or you're in fear of like having it all fall on you and you not being ready. That's why I'm saying finish your healing, finish your shadow work first, but at the same time you're doing that. You can work on your stuff. Even if you're like, okay, Nola, I'm a dope-ass artist. I, I oil paint, you know, I do acrylic painting or I paint ceramics or whatever. You know what? I am going to invest. I want to be able to, you know, have a little shop and sell my art out of a shop or something. So what I can do is while I'm healing myself, while I'm single, because maybe you just broke up with a narcissist or maybe you just learned what the fuck narcissists and empaths mean. Maybe you didn't even fucking know that everybody you attract is a bad person because you was on a, you were on a lower vibration trying to, to trying to fit in with them. Once you realize that you're always going to stand out and you separate yourself from them people, them friends and family, and you're in this healing journey and you're starting to work on yourself and your self-worth and you're finding yourself again creatively do things that you're already naturally gifted at and make that a business. Like I just said, if it's art, again, the dollar store. (laughs) The dollar store. I'm an artist. I go to Michael's and Joann's and shit too, yes. But the dollar store honestly has all sizes canvases. I got like medium canvases. I got small canvases and shit like that. Two packs, three packs, four packs for a dollar, my guy. Go there, spend a couple bucks. You might get some paint and shit and nice tools and shit from Michaels, but go get some little cheap canvases real quick and just do shit. Have a whole, be like, okay, I'm going I'm, to I'm spend 50 bucks on canvases. After I'm done with this 50 bucks on canvases, I'm going to paint my best work. Have them all sitting there in a the corner somewhere. Take nice professional pictures of them and everything. Right? 
create a portfolio, portfolio, right? Go to your local art dealer place. Go to your local um, art exhibit place and see how much it just question. See how much it would be to throw your own art show. Or how much would it be to enter, um, uh, get a booth at the, the, the county fair in the springtime or something to sell your art? Do you see what the fuck I'm saying? To sell your preserved jars of fruit and, 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 and pickled things and, and some. There was this dude when I worked at the dispensary, this guy used to smoke cheese and it was fire. I'm telling you, everybody used to buy cheese from this man. He used to smoke Gouda. And that was his thing. He was really good at smoking stuff. Smoking salmon, uh, cheese, different meats and stuff like that. And that was his gift. And he went around to the different places. And he would take our orders. And he would come and smoke them. And he would drop them off. And he would have a day that he'd drop them off. That's his business. He made his money that way. Do you see what the fuck I'm saying? It's possible. But you got to get out your own way, baby. I hope this reached uh, reach who it needs to reach. That's why you're not able to get your your money right now. You still got some working to do. And it's about applying yourself. It's about your work. And it's about your investment in yourself and your time. And it's about you networking and putting yourself out there, okay? That's how you bring in the coin. That's how you bring in the bag. That's how people start to notice you and be like, fuck, I need to hire that motherfucker right there. Or I need to invest in them because they're going to make us a lot of money. Or I believe in this person so much and I believe in what they're bringing to this world that I'm about to give, I'm going to give them all my money. Who fucking knows? There's investors out there. I'm telling you. And you're going to get found. But how the fuck you expect them to find you? If you sitting in your room in the dark with your, with your, your crusty little robe on, watching the same little movies, crying, boohooing, looking at everybody else's TikToks and everybody else getting famous. Yeah, where's it gonna happen for me? Oh my God, I keep talking to you. Fuck you guys. I don't want to talk to none of my spirit guides anymore because some of y'all be cussing them out for no reason. Oh, y'all don't even listen. I told y'all I needed this. Okay, but what did you do? What did you do in the meantime and between time? Okay. So stop, continue to point the fingers at the gods, the universe, the ancestors, the orishas, the fae, whoever the fuck you fuck with, the demons, the angels, whatever you fuck with. Stop pointing fingers at them, cussing them out, getting mad at them when they waiting for you to get your lazy ass up and start applying yourself, okay? That's all it takes. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. That's the ancestor message from somebody's gun-toting grandma. That also was very spiritual or into Christianity or something. She could have carried a Bible, is what I'm saying. She carried a Bible and a gun, okay? And somebody's grandfather. He could be the same grandfather that keeps popping up, but I also feel like whoever he is, he could have wore suits. He wore hats. He was very um, into business. He could have had his own business, but he's annoyed. He popped up with the energy of annoyance. And your, uh, your grandma popped up with the energy of protection. He's annoyed by you still being the stagnant energy because you keep complaining and praying to them and walking around the house. And they just like, this motherfucker don't get it. Did we just tell her or him what to do? We done sent you several readings, synchronicities, spirit angel, animals, angel numbers, all that kind of shit. You still not listening. You got to take the first step so your ancestors can take 10,000. You see what I'm saying? They're going to back up whatever you do. That's the energy of this, this reading. Grandpa said he's annoying. He's annoyed. Get your ass up. Grandma said, I'm going to support you, but you need to make the first step. 
just know I got my gun and my Bible behind you. You're physically and spiritually protected at anything that you choose to do. So do it. Until the next episode, that's all I got for you. Grand Risings, my love bugs. I mean, it's like five minutes from noon. I woke up a little bit late, but we're going to jump back into the rest of the origin of the Royal Bloodlines um, podcast. I was supposed to finish it off, but things got hectic with me being a mom. (laughs) So, um, I can't quite remember where I left off at, but we're just going to pick it back up with this channeling. So, what I'm seeing is... um, when they came down to earth it's like um their entire objective was to separate the twin flames i think that's where i left off at even if i wasn't whatever that's where we're picking it up at um their entire objective was to separate the twin flames so the thing is 144,000 is what i was saying um and there's actually i'm gonna give somebody a shout out and i really don't do that um but i know talent when i see it and i know um like what's the word I know when people are like speaking the truth about some shit like they know it they researched it they they know some real shit like me because <laughs> I don't really give no nobody no uh I don't hand anybody over and be like oh go follow them or go look at them because they know their shit but she does her name on YouTube it might be this on TikTok too but her name on YouTube is the Pisces High Priestess, I think. I don't know her. This ain't no advertisement. She don't pay me or no shit like that. But she's filthy. I, like, really watch her. And she has a lot of videos on YouTube that describes, I think it's called the Seraphim and the Cherubim. And it's the, um, the two angels, which are the twin flames, okay? So she explains it a lot on there in way more detail than I'm about to do on this podcast. But what, um, but basically, just know that the 144,000 is 144 um, couples, basically. It's, it's coupled pairs, and they're um, destined to be together. They have this um, important, sacred life mission and life purpose to elevate the energy in the energetic field on this planet Earth, to rise it up to the consciousness, um, so much so that the reptilian government, you know, the politicians the five royal families to the point that they have to leave you know to the point that they are um basically like outcasted or exiled or just kicked out of here because the energy we we don't accept it anymore so the thing is with everything going on we're like so close to kicking them out and then all of a sudden you see there's russian ukraine war but then what do they do I'll, i'll i'll be like for me, I don't really look into this kind of stuff, but as soon as I pop up on Google, looking up a researcher, researching anything, um, that's the first thing that pops up is like a, a, a article saying, what's going on in Russia with Ukraine? Why aren't U.S. troops being sent? You see what I'm saying? It's like, fuck. <laughs> you guys are constantly, even wars that don't even involve us. What the fuck do we have to do with Russia and Ukraine beefing with each other? They got their own shit going on. Let them handle their own shit. If they wipe each other out, that's on them. That's their country. But it's always something going on where U.S. feels like, oh, we need to go over there and get that oil. Oh, we need to go over there and help these people. Oh, we need to go over there and da 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 
but in reality it looks like on our end that we're helping and we're saving but in reality you're just putting your fucking foot in some more shit that don't need it don't need to be stepped into you you know what i'm saying so it's like we're all being spiritual now all of a sudden tiktok and facebook and um instagram are all wiping out and taking off on march 17th in a couple days um the creators uh hashtags and like all the videos that were put up i don't even know if the videos that i have up there now are going to be taken down i'm working on um transferring them over to my youtube so even if they're repeat videos that is knowledgeable information all of them move your shit over if you are somebody like that too so that your content is not gone forever um who knows what they're gonna do but i just know you know at the end of the day what i'm saying is literally coming to fruition white right now like they're taking away spirituality and in the teachings of spirituality and astronomy and everything that our ancestors have taught us that we're coming back and we're introducing to this world again they're taking it away and then they're starting more wars that who the fuck we don't even fucking know what what's going on over there it's not our country and it's not our beef but yet on our google we're asking why aren't we sending u.s troops and then people are like yeah send them yeah we got enough troops help those people boom we're back into chaos we're back into wars you see what i'm saying that's the whole purpose of them being here so just pay attention to um occurring events and things going on right now and how um violent they are and how like separating they are okay that's their entire goal if they separate the man and the woman okay and i mean if they start getting them to pit against each other as children it starts off with like children brother and sister families pitting against each other for whatever issues then it goes on to the parents then nobody wants it's, it's you know what i mean it's like nobody sits down and has family meals anymore nobody sits down and does any of this because all their homes are broken that's their entire thing if there's broken homes there's no love or if there was love before it's like it's toxic love you don't understand it that's why there's so many generational curses and things the energy that they bring and that they push upon these american families and that you know we're tormented with all this time the separation of families um that single mother independent situation like that's a setup too you know what i mean i'm not saying don't be um an independent person i'm not saying that at all i'm not saying that you need to leech off anybody but what i'm saying is pushing they push the agenda of i don't need nobody man or woman i don't need no fucking female and da da they ain't shit anyways and da 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 bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks right and then for the females i don't need no da 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 because i ain't gonna say the n-word because not all of us is black but i don't need no man he can't do shit but lay up in the bed with me anyways that's the narrative that's the theme on music on movies in society that's what they're pushing to get us to separate so that we don't have these two family homes two parent homes healthy homes yes yeah, mental manipulation but they do it in the form of movies and shows and things where you have what two broke girls or like um you know just little fucking shows like that where it's like i don't know it's like <laughs> just toxicness or, like, there's a whole topic show about, like, a toxic-ass family. Everybody loves that fucking show. It's about that drunk dad. I don't remember what it's called. 
It's like that drunk dad and like the kids are all doing shit and they have to sell drugs or something to keep up with the dad and I don't remember the name of the damn movie, uh, the show right now, but it's like a popular show and everybody watched it. It's like that's what I'm talking about. Like the the toxic shit is 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 popularized. The wars are popularized. Going against each other, you guys go against each other and beat each other up for soccer games and football games. I mean, I used to work, uh, not security, but like work at the stadiums and shit, and I would literally see people full fledged fighting, blood fights over things you see what i'm saying it's like they introduced their aggression to us the thing is they have heavy military control they have military um special ops and like special programs and shit that we don't even understand i was watching the men in black a while ago and then and i think i mentioned this on the other one and then the other day i was watching a movie and the previews um was like a new men in black um but the thing is, I think I was mentioning it briefly, the men in black that they show us on the movies, and like I think it's called R.I.P.D. is another one, that whole little Ghostbusters type of alien catcher type of vibe, it's not even like that. That's not what the men in black is. They try to make the men in black seem like they're nice people or that they're good people. The men in black are cutthroat. They're like the assassins for um, the upper hands, like honestly. And I mean that in the most realest way ever. They'll go and find you. If you have some type of contact with aliens, they'll find your family. And it's it's not a whole, oh, they'll just wipe your memory with a little, you know, the little light button. You'd stare at it and wipe your memory. No, it's mind control. They don't show that. They show this, oh, it's a cute little button. Just stare into this and she don't remember what she last said and you can tell her something. No, 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 no they're showing you that they mind control you so these people that are in the world that are having actual experiences with these beings after they after the government gets this information that they want from you they wipe your memory yeah they have advanced weaponry and 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 weapons that we don't even understand that's hidden a lot of these weapons also is in the food that we eat in our baby formula i think i mentioned that I keep seeing every fucking day, like every fucking day that I check my email, I get a recall. There's some type of emergency recall. Yesterday it was a uh, Similac PM, like the Similac that like has something to put your baby to sleep in or whatever. I don't know. We didn't do formula and shit like that, so I don't know the different types and all that shit. But it said Similac PM recall. The other day it was like fucking fruits and vegetables and shit recall. The day before that, it was beef. Like, my guy, what? Why is everything recalled? Everything's recalled. That's because they put shit in the food and it's making our kids sick. If you ever looked at this generation, you're like, damn, these generation kids grow hella fast. Faster than we used to grow. That's because they got shit in their food. Hormones. Yeah, it's showing me literally in everything you eat. Even that, even that, um, because at one point in time when I was um first starting to go like vegetarian vegan or whatever i did um try to like plant-based meat and shit now i'm like nah i'm cool off that because you don't know what the fuck they put in there i'll i'm cool i'll eat my own vegetables matter of fact i'm gonna start trying to grow my own vegetables so that 
those vegetables are even more protected and, and, and fresh. Like, honestly, I started off with a small little thing. Like, if you cut green onions, you eat green onions. Then white tips, put them in a bowl of water or a cup of water, like a mason jar or something, where it's like the sun can get to it. And I just put it in my um, windowsill. And them mugs grew. And I'm telling you, when I cut those, it tastes so fresh, so much better than the green onions that originally came from in a store. Those had, like, this waxy energy like it's this waxy compound on it or something like even when i soak it also soak your um fruits and vegetables and apple cider vinegar to get that waxy bullshit that they put on top of it and coat it with off of it but you'll notice when you start growing your own fruits and vegetables that that waxiness that they have there is it's non-existent that's not what's really that's not a real texture of a fruit or a vegetable that you're touching it's because they put some shit on top of it. So just remember that. Pay attention to that too when you're um, chopping up your fruits and vegetables and eating them and shit. Yeah, they sell they sell this American dream. They sell this American dream to foreigners and to everybody that comes here. But in reality, them putting this on taxes and giving us loans and student loans and all these things. It's, it's literally just pimping us. You pimp us and you, you have us all enslaved all over again. Everybody. Every single person that you look at, when you go outside, you walk outside to dump your trash, you check your mail, you go to the store. Every person that you encounter is currently being pimped by this system because nobody fucking sees it. Nobody realizes what the fuck is going on right in our faces. Still in slavery. Your kids that are going to school, still in slavery. Your kids that just came out your coochie. That just came out your nutsack that's born into this world and through this hospital. A slave. But it's so hidden. It's so secret. It's so... It's such a system that it's like, fuck, well, how do I even get out of this? That's I told you, I'm still studying how the fuck to get out of it. There's a way to, to not have... And I think it's like home births. And even that, they try to push that you can't have those. There's a way that you can get out of not having a birth certificate for your child and still being considered to, you know, still being here and shit like that. Because it's like, they try to make it seem like you can't live here or some bullshit. You got to do everything with that fucking birth certificate. There's a way that you don't have to have it, though. I suggest you look into a homestead. Or even if you're like, man, I live in an apartment. I'm listening to you and I'm in an apartment. Man, you better go get some crates. If you got a balcony or some type of something like that, you better make you a balcony garden. Get you some crates, some dirt, slap a couple herbs and some shit in there, and that'll help you. Even if you're like, okay, I can't do the fruits and vegetables and shit. Man, if you get the right herbs and you speak intentions into your herbs and you're growing them, man, when it's oregano grows, it's going to da 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 when it's rosemary grows, it's about to help me out with migraines. It's going to cleanse out bad energies. Da, 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 da. When you're cooking with that shit, speak those same intentions I just said into it. So even if you do have, even if you're like, man, I can't afford, I can't, da, 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 da. go to farmer's markets. Farmer's markets with those actual farmers, those people's uh, fruits and vegetables are way more healthier than the fucking shit at the Safeway stores and Albertsons and Walmarts and shit. I promise you that. Frank Myers and wherever the fuck you got in your town. Way more healthy. I promise you that. 
So try to do farmer's markets if you can. Try to get to some farmer's markets. And then also still soak your stuff in apple cider vinegar. And I promise you're going to look at that water. It's like it's a mixture of water and apple cider vinegar, okay? Like, you don't need that much apple cider vinegar. Let them motherfuckers soak in there for like 20, 30 minutes. I bet you when you pull out your apples and shit, you're going to see how dirty that water is. And all that was about to go into your body without you even knowing it. Okay? So, be resourceful in what you do. Take care of your kids. If you feel the urge to take your kid, pull your kid out of uh, out of school, do that shit, bro. I'm going to tell you guys one quick thing, real quick. I'm going to stop what I'm saying real quick because this is important. It just popped up into my head. And I said this and I shared it too when COVID first happened. This was, this, 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 uh, I don't even remember who the post was, but it was on Facebook. And this, this, uh, psychic, or like, you know, she, she's, uh, clairvoyant. She could see things into the future. She wrote out this thing that she seen in her dream. She typed it up and it became like viral on Facebook. And this was like when, when COVID first happened. And pretty much, um, it's a conversation that she's seen in her dream between a parent, um, a person that worked at the at the child's office, and a parent, okay? So I'm going to kind of paraphrase it and see, but I'm sure some of y'all that was on Facebook probably ran into this post and didn't even know what it was. It goes, uh, the lady's at home working or whatever. She gets a phone call. And the phone call goes, hey, such and such, you know, we have your kid here. Um, we're noticing that your kid show, is showing symptoms. And mind you, the kid is at regular school that they've been going to before COVID. Ain't nothing special about shit. Regular at school. So we got your kid here. They're showing us symptoms in the nervous office of COVID. Then, you know, as a parent, you're freaking the fuck out because you just heard your kid's name in COVID. So you're like trying to get out of work. Oh, okay, I can find somebody to cover this and I'll leave in the next 10, 15 minutes. I'll be there. Um, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, sir. Um, actually, we don't need you to come. Um, we're gonna escort them to the, the, the latest quarantine station. What the fuck you mean I'm not about to come? What the fuck you mean you don't need me to come? This is my child. I'm coming. I don't care what you're talking about. Ma'am, sir, if you come and you leave your job and you come and step foot on this premises of this school, we're gonna have to contact the authorities. Well, then you're going to have to call the fucking authorities because I'm about to come get my child. I'm going to bring him home. We're going to be okay. You're not bringing him to no fucking quarantine center. Ma'am, if you come, we're going to call the authorities. So the person, the, the, the mom or dad, they hang up on him. They say, fuck all that shit. I'm, come, I'm going down to the school because that's my child, right? When you get there, when that person gets there, your child is gone. You don't know where the fuck they brought your child because Why? Quarantine center is highly protected, is what they say. It's, 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 it's heavily protected, so it doesn't spread and we can contain this disease. And, of course, they're not going to tell you because you're frantic and you knew the location of where the kid was at the school. You was about to pull up and, and function up there. So, of course, they're not going to tell you where this disclosed location is. And then, knowing COVID, typically, quote-unquote, because really, if you really knew what COVID is, COVID is an upper respiratory chest infection. That can be cured with certain herbs and mucinex advance, my guy. If you stay on a routine regimen of mucinex advance, you drink soups and shit and sneeze, cough, get that shit the fuck out, throw it up if you need to, continue to open up your airways for at least two weeks, you can beat it. I had it. I beat it that way with no herbs. I had it before they even had a name for it. 
when I had it, I was pregnant. They admitted me in the hospital for the same two weeks, like everybody else. And I have mucus buildup all throughout the lining of my um, lungs to the point I had to have a breathing machine on. Same situation. At the doctor's, they gave me mucinex. They didn't give me no other antibiotics and shit. They gave me mucinex advanced round the clock. Like, I think the uh, it says it's safe to take it, like, every two to four hours. So, every two to four hours, they was giving me that shit. And I, and I, like I said, you have to cough, spit, sneeze, blow your nose, whatever the fuck it is, the, the mucus has to get out your body. Or it's going to c- cover your whole lungs and you're going to die. That's what, that's what COVID is, okay? So, you can't heal that shit yourself. You don't need a vaccine to heal that shit. The vaccine sterilizes you. So it's crazy because right now everybody's so worried about COVID, COVID, COVID. I need to get the shot because I got to get to work and I got to do this. And da-da-da. My kids got to get the shot. Da-da-da. So everybody's getting all these fucking shots, right? Now watch when COVID dies down in a couple years. And it dies down whenever the fuck it dies down. And people think that we're moving on to our regular normal lives. And then when our generation comes, to uh, our, our, our kids' generation comes, the, the 5 and 6 through 11-year-olds or some shit like that, I think 5 through 11 right now, because um, they already got our teenagers and shit. But I think right now they just made it so that from 5 years old to 11 years old, you can get a shot. So when they become aged to have kids and they start having problems with having kids, and you see these on movies, y'all see this kind of shit on movies all the time. All of a sudden, the, um, the world's freaking out because none of the women can have kids anymore. The women haven't bare children in like 10 years, so the, the population's dying now. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Wake up and see what the fuck is going on. Don't you dare get your kids or your family that. Now, if you older and that's your business, that's on you. If you like shit, I already had a hysterectomy. I already had a fucking, you know, uh, 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 my menopause or whatever the fuck. That's on you. But please, I'm begging you as you're listening to this podcast. Do not get your babies that vaccine. You have the right to refuse some shit that they just made up. If you sit there with your right mind and listen to them and their commercials and, oh, when COVID first came out, we had to scramble to put together things to figure out. And they say it in their fucking commercials. I just heard a commercial. When COVID came out, we had to put things together and, and put a bunch of medicines together and figure out something fast because we were all dying then we came out with the vaccine come get your vaccine today like it just told you it's a whole bunch of shit they don't even know that they threw together in less than a year to, to satisfy people because people were afraid of this vaccine i mean afraid of dying so give them something to fear and then give them something that'll help them but you created the fear just to give them the vaccine, if that makes sense. Because if you just, because it, it, the flu shots and shit, nobody was trying to get no flu shots after a while. Flu shots was dying down because people started to realize, you take the flu shot, you're going to get sick. The fuck? You take the vaccine, you're going to get the shit. The fuck? It gives you a small little bit of the COVID and all that, but it really is sterilizing you. I'm telling you, pay attention. Like, please, if for nobody else, pay attention to the for the fucking youth, bro. Pay attention for your future generations. Snap out of the shit. What the fuck are you guys doing? Not everybody listens to this am I talking about, but there's a vast majority of this fucking world 
that has no earthly clue and you just trust and go with anything these motherfuckers say anything that's on the news anything that's on the radio anything that these motherfuckers say you just go with it look into the history they used to test subject our ancestors the Tuskegee experiments with the syphilis and shit black women with um what's that shit called uh pap smear fucking shit tools and all that shit the pap smear tools we have now it started off way more horrendous than that the tools we have now even though they're uncomfortable imagine the ones that they tested on our ancestors how uncomfortable those were you see what i'm saying it's all tests it's all doing something it's like rat labs you see why on all the movies they study the albino rats not the melanated rats. They don't. Ne- you don't never see them study no motherfucking black rat. Never. Why? Do you want to know why, my friend? And they're telling you on the movies because they give a fuck about what's gonna happen to their species, their generations, and they do not care about the masses which are melanated. The Caucasus have no melanin. They have no melanin. So why would they test? What's going to happen with this disease on a melanated rat? Because the melanated rat is going to be similar. The, the, the result is going to be similar to what happens to a melanated person, a colored person of any color. But now when they are caucus or they have albino traits, albinism, they don't have enough melanin in their body. That's why they study the albino rats, Okay. They fucking do this shit all day long in our faces. We watch it for entertainment. Don't even realize it. Their plan, their plan is to get it to the point where they're um, controlling everything. They set up the 5G towers. I just walked past a 5G tower the other day, and it irritated the fuck out of me. Why the fuck is this shit a satellite standing next to a tree and it's so fucking big? It's standing taller than a tree. What the fuck do we have this here for? Like, for real? Are we really that self-absorbed and on our phones and on our computers and laptops and shit that much that we need an entire tower standing outside right now? Bigger than any of the other ones before? Why couldn't we stick with the regular 3G, 4G? Why do we need why do we need to go to 5G when we know it's not healthy for us? Please explain to me why and who the fuck voted for it? These new iPhones and shit come out every two weeks, it seems like. Every time you get a new one, you got a newer one. That does even creepier shit. TikTok and those little cute... And I even, you know, I even participated in one or two of them until I woke the fuck up and realized what it does. Those little half-face things or the ones with skins and it's like, um, oh, what animal do you look like? What Disney's villain are you? Those are facial recognition scans. Pay attention, my guy. You notice one of them will do half your face, right? And then one half it'll be like, what, Cinderella or a fucking celebrity or some shit, right? And then a different app will do the other half of your face. So you didn't realize that now the internet, the 5G AI system, artificial intelligence system, has your facial scan on there. They didn't have to pull you in and take a shot and get a chip and run your fingerprints. All you had to do was shit like me too was be dumb enough 
to try one of those little filter app things and it filters and, and shows half your face that's a facial recognition that little shit i think it was like the, the disney princess one what disney princess are you and you see the shit going around your head on the filter scanning your face your eye features and shit come on bro no this ain't no fucking conspiracy theory ain't no such thing as a conspiracy theory it's a truth and the government came up with the title conspiracy theories because they don't want people to think this shit could be really real. I'm telling you, bro. It's scanning your fucking face. They told you what 5G will be able to do. The same app that you just scanned your face with on TikTok. Say, say, okay, say somebody just murdered somebody, right? A couple days before that. They scanned their face on a little villain app on a TikTok thing, right? What, what villain am I? Whatever, right? What princess am I? And then all of a sudden, this person is, 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 is on the run, right? Yes, it can be helpful, but at the same time, that's what the fucking police are for. Do your fucking job. We don't need no artificial intelligence to find no motherfucking body. Do your fucking job. That gets a little bit too creepy. But now that same face now goes to all these 5G tower bases. And this motherfucker could be walking down the street and then boom, you're, it, 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 it recognize your facial features by the points in your eyes and you know okay this person's facial features is symmetrical or asymmetrical and all that kind of shit like that boom they find you on the quarter of uh, of 33rd and jackson or some shit getting some coffee you see what i'm saying you can't hide nowhere after that i'm not you don't even have to be a murderer just say that you're somebody that just wants to be off grid you don't trust the society and shit like that you got TikTok, you got any of them apps and filters and shit, your shit's already got. My shit's already got as I'm speaking to this, but they can't fuck with me. Why? Because I'm protected. And a lot of you are too. Yeah. They love when they see shit in the news. Because they, they, they run the newspapers in the news. If you notice too, CNN, ABC, NBC, fuck all that universal international news base your local news base there's there's a certain point in time where you'll notice that all of them had the same shit on it and i first noticed that during katrina i'm from new orleans my entire family on both mom and dad's side is from new orleans still living down there we're the only ones that live i mean a couple others left but not that many for generations motherfuckers is there you feel me so it's like when katrina happened we didn't go to school we didn't go to work for months at least like three months we didn't go because we were looking for our family you know how we found them because how the news circulates because on every single channel that we switched to como cairo king um, ABC, NBC, CBC, whatever fuck all them little names and shit is. All that shit had the same fucking news. Same shit, same shit, same shit. To the point, if they want to commercial on one, we can flip it to the next one and see the same video playing and catch what we didn't catch on the one that just went to commercial. I promise you. Same shit that happens when it's like, okay, the Sandy Hook shootings and things like that. You'll see the same story on all the news things, on all the newspapers. It's propaganda. 
if you notice when you look into Sandy Hook shooting, and I think there's another one, I can't remember the name of it right now, like two or three school shootings with elementary school. There was the same little crying white girl in the front, a paid actress. I'm not saying the shooting didn't really happen. I'm saying that it was staged. They set up people to go in there and shoot them babies. Because what what do they need at the time? Control over a certain type of gun. I don't even remember what type of gun it was. But they went around to the U.S. states and started to collect those guns. Probably the only guns that really could keep up with them if we really went to war. They walk people, they walk Americans to their death with food, poison, vaccines, stress over bills and taxes, and owing things. Meanwhile, they don't want you to know you got land. Meanwhile, on top of that, they're vacationing on places that they slaughtered our ancestors. They look at those places now as a resort to them. Oh, let's go to the Bahamas. Oh, let's go to let's go to Dominic Republic. Let's not touch Haiti though. Cause Haiti's still filled with some fucking goons. I have nothing against Dominican Republicans. Dominicans, you guys are me. I, I really want y'all to understand that. My ancestor is Henri Christophe. The king of Haiti. He brought both of those places together and it got separated by one of the uh what's his name baptiste and it's crazy because everybody uh praises him but they don't realize they said he separated them haiti and dominican republic was only separated rated by a small body of water well my ancestor Henri christophe you can google him when he was in ruling it was not separated it was all blended it was all one saint domingue yeah there was northern and southern parts but it was all one baptiste separated it but that's who we talk about in the books we don't talk about the revolution but we talk about baptiste and how he separated them. we talk about that shit all day long they pick and choose what they want you to know because it, it's, it's, it fits their narrative and it keeps um, the targeted audience in captivity. It keeps you in slavery, mental enslavement. The slavery looks different now. Some of them are still enslaved and literally in, in, in psych wards and in prison systems and school systems and things like that. Or shit, even in welfare systems. Um, what the fuck is that other shit? Social security. All that shit where it's like, you know, the, you gotta wait on your government check on the 15th and the 1st. Pimping. The same fucking shit. Your grandparents and shit still getting pimped. Still getting fucking pimped. Still to this day. So if with this last part, I asked energetically what it's gonna look like energetically because I'm, 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 you know, I like to read into the future. So I ask my guys energetically after hearing all this shit that they do. And this ain't even all of it. It's just what I'm putting on here for right now. We might get into them more later. But energetically, I ask what is to come from the world after their reign is gone. So what I'm seeing is they're about to haul ass and get the fuck up out of here. That's another thing. If you notice... 
I need y'all to watch some of these movies too. There's a movie called Prospect. I just watched it the other day about this girl and her dad on this mission to this alien moon to get like this hidden gold or something like that. But it's like the higher ups put them on that mission there knowing they had the risk of dying. They didn't care. Um, and then it's like there's a, a couple other movies that I was watching. A lot of space movies. I think another one was like Prometheus. Um, yeah, Prometheus was another one I mentioned it. And it's like basically they sent them out of space to, I think, to create like another civilization for humans or to like find a planet that's in, that's habitable. So they have been doing that because they're trying to find somewhere that's habitable for them. They're trying to find somewhere else to go after they leave here. So that's why you've been seeing NASA going out and you've seen the whole Mars expedition. And um, Pay attention to this, though. They told us on the news. They told us and they told the people with the Mars expedition, that 100, that 100 people that went to Mars, y'all can look this up. It might be taken down because they're going to try to make it seem like, oh, that didn't happen. No, motherfucker, I remember. Because one of my ex-boyfriends signed up thinking it was funny. And he almost got picked and he was scared. So there was like some type of app or some type of application or something going around on the internet. Talking about um, people can sign up and, and go on a trip to Mars. The thing is, you are never going to come back. You're never going to come back. And you're never going to be able to be allowed to see your family or talk to them. And they told you this on the application. And then there was a hundred people that got picked for it, and they were all on the news saying bye and all that little shit like that. I, I know y'all remember that. It was a couple years ago. And they told us these people are going to be gone, right? Those are experiments. Those people, those hundred people are experiments. We don't know where the fuck they went. They told us they were going to Mars. They could have shipped them off individually to different planets to see, okay, nah, if we land here and take off our helmet, we're going to blow up. If we land here and take off our helmet, our skin's going to start turning slimy. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Guinea pig. And they took, they took one, they took like two of every race. It was almost like Noah to me. It looked like Noah to me. They took, even though it was a bunch of random people, I paid attention to the people. They took one of every race, damn near. Like, two of every race. And we still, to this day, don't know what's going on with those people in space. We can just look up at the sky and just know that they're out there floating somewhere. Probably screaming for their lives because they didn't think that signing up for Mars was going to be it. But it's showing me that that same expedition, NASA shit, trying to get out of here and all that shit, that is for a reason. That's for a whole reason. And they know that they cannot... Uh, it's also showing me that something's going to happen to the moon when they leave. Yeah, something's going to happen to the moon. We might be without a moon, honestly. Yeah, we might be without a moon when they leave. A moon might just... The moon we have might just be a faint memory when they leave. Because it's something about... It's like a... Um, what did I hear about it? Like, I'm going I'm to get into the deepness of it on another podcast when I tell you guys and break down the um, origin story of our moon. And the moon that we have now is not our moon. It's something else that's orbiting that came into our um, our vicinity, our, uh, what the fuck is it called? Our solar system. 
but the moon we have now is not our original moon. Our original moon that we had was blown up by an alien race. So it's showing me that when they leave, we're probably going to lose our moon. We might only have, like, sunny days or something like that. Like, it's probably going to have, like, sunsets and shit like that. Like, the sunrise, sunsets, but just, like, I'm not seeing any moons. Because we already lost our moon. Yeah. The sun that we're even going to see is going to be um, Planet X, Planet Nibiru. There's going to be a lot of healing going on in the world. Um, I'm seeing, like, sacred geometry, um, orbs, light orb energies. They're just, like, the things that we weren't able to see before, we're going to be able to see them again, basically. You know how, basically, it's like, um, I was explaining in other podcasts how, like, with our human eyes, the amount of light that we're able to see is nothing compared to like what cats and dogs and like kids and babies can see because they can see um the other light forms around us 24 7 all throughout the day spirit animals and ghosts and ancestors and all that kind of shit fairies they can see all that shit animals uh and babies so it's like because they don't have the toxic shit in their bodies the vaccines that we got pumped up when we were kids the food that we eat you know this the the intake of toxic chemicals and nicotines and all that kind of fucking poisonous shit that we have in our bodies and on top of that just the simple awareness of actually seeing what's in front of you and believing it you know we've always kind of just had this facade over our eyes for a while that's all gonna be gone we're gonna be able to start seeing like different light spectrums or something like that is what I'm saying we're gonna be supported supported by the gods by the ancestors by other beings cause it's like even though I'm mentioning them they're just a bad egg out of the entire universe full of um, celestial and extraterrestrial beings that will actually help us that actually like fucks with us yeah the end of money systems is what I'm seeing too. Money systems are going to crash, which is actually good. Um, we'll be going back to natural resources and um, and working with the earth, uh, working with each other, barter trader systems, supporting each other. Um, so, for example, if I had a craft, I do have a craft. I make soaps and spiritual oils and I make the fuck out some good herbs with some good intentions and some good powers. And I say somebody don't have a good green thumb and they don't know how to make soap, but they need it. But they know how to make hats and socks and shit. So I can go over there and be like, bro, I need three pairs of large socks, two mediums and a couple toddler socks. And they were like, all right, I need a couple bars of your soap and some, you know, some herbs to cook for my family. And we trade. That's how the fuck our ancestors did it. And when I tell you, they were the wealthiest beings on this planet because they knew how to do it without crashing the system, without having no debts, without having to owe anybody, without having countries owing each other, without pimping anybody in the system, and without hurting anybody in their mental stressing them. People get ulcers and fucking aneurysms and shit from fucking taxes and back loans and back pay and child support. All this fucked up shit that they have set in place. Overdraft fees and fucking bankruptcy and just everything. All that shit's gone. I'm saying all that shit's gone. Yeah. All that shit's gonna crumble. That's what I'm saying. Everything that is not of 
Mother Gaia that is not of purity is going to crumble. I'm also seeing that we're going to be reconnected with our animals. The animals will start to grow strength as well because if you really think about it, think about think about those people that like fur coats. Think about when you go into that store that has these fur coats. How many fur coats do you see hanging up? That's how many animals were slaughtered. When you go get that leather, them leather shoes, that leather bag, how many animals do you think were slaughtered? When you eat, how many animals do you think were slaughtered? Literally, go to the fucking store. Look at the meat section. Look at the fish section. Those are all fucking animals. All of them slaughtered. When it does not have to be that way. It was not like that way when it was our ancestors. We ate off the land. If we did eat, that was during a ceremonial time or a specific purpose. And we would kill only what we needed at that moment. So if we knew we had 30, 40 something people in our village and we were doing some type of sacred sacrifice or ceremony for the gods to maybe have rain or to have more abundance or to connect with them, whatever the fuck we were doing it for. We would kill maybe two, three, maybe four because we knew that would fill the whole village. But what they're doing is not okay. It's a business now. It's a butchering. There's a butchering, a fucking butchering business. A fucking black market to hunt. It's, It's like, no. All that shit's out the way. It's showing me that that royal queen shit and all that, that's gone. There's no royalty. There's only love. There's no classism. There's only love. Harmonious love. It's okay to be in interracial relationships. It's not a crime. It's not okay when people are in interracial relationships and they start to belittle their own ethnicities and races of the benefit of the other one. Example. And I'm going to get this example because this is the one that directly affects me. Whatever shoe you wear, whatever race you are, fit it to yours. I can give another example on some other shit I've seen too. But for example, for me being a black woman, it it doesn't even really hurt my feelings. It hurts me for you, for the black man and or the black woman to say something as stupid as I date outside my race because, and then they bring down their people. The nut you came out of, the pussy, the coochie, whatever the fuck you came out of was black. The ball sack you came out of was black. Therefore, you have no right to speak any ill will over nothing. Now, I say you don't like, you don't prefer to date them. Cool. List off why. Cool. But it's not all of them. You attract the wrong motherfuckers. Because not all black men or whatever you listed out. Not all black women or whatever you listed out. Now taking this to another culture. Because not only black people listen to me. I used to work in dentistry. I went to school for dentistry. And when I was there, we had a Korean lady there. She was hella cool. I think her name was like Kimmy or something like that. Kimmy. That was my boo. Older than me. She was Korean. Sweetest pie. One day, and we had real patients that would come in when we were in school. And we had a whole student lab. But, like, we were still students. But, you know, I was trying to say, whatever. So, she came in. A a client lady came in. And she was Japanese. And 
like she tore Miss Kimmy to shit. We could we didn't understand what she was saying, but she tore her to shit what she was saying about her. How men view her, how she views her, how the world views her, everything. Because they had some type of issue between Japanese and Korean. We didn't even know about that shit. The thing is, they're both of the Asian culture. It's a little bit different to the reference I gave earlier, but it doesn't fucking matter. Stop tearing down your own people at the betterment of somebody else. They taught you how to tear down your own people. That's Uncle Tom in you. Whenever you do that shit. I'm just fucking, I ain't no Uncle Tom. You motherfucker, did you just tear down your own? At the betterment of somebody else? Because who did it benefit? The motherfucker that you're telling that to? Or the audience you're typing it up to? Or whatever? It ain't doing them no justice. This is gonna make them see your true colors. But who, what did it do for you? What did it really do for you? That's the Uncle Tom moment right there. That's what I call an Uncle Tom moment. Don't have those moments. It's not that real. Not for the betterment of them. They want you to go against each other. Yeah, they're about to haul ass. I'm seeing that, like, shit might change with, like, shipments, overseas shipments and things like that, too. So, uh, what I'm seeing is, like, people might... I'm seeing is like... Yeah, people are reverting back to their old ways of love, romance, passion. Um, getting back to their soul, retrieving their soul, figuring out what they actually wanted to do. Yeah. Enlightening their third eye, awakening. It's like this black cloud was over the world for so long, and now they're gone, and everybody's just able to, like, it's called a death to rebirth, the rising of the phoenix. Everybody's just able to rise up again. I'm seeing music and festivals, parties, same shit we have going on now, but the music is healing. You know what I mean? People are actually outside playing music with each other, harmonize with each other, versus paying a fucking celebrity to go up there and rap some shit to continue to manipulate our brains or continue to sing some shit that's going to continue to separate us and our love. Yeah, king, king, that king, queen president royalty mayor governor all that bullshit all those titles are gone i'm literally seeing it all those people that came up with their ideas their ideas didn't work their manifestations didn't work nothing works i don't know why we've been getting thrown off and what i'm seeing the last two cards is mother gaia smiling she's chilling again because people are seeing the value in her people are seeing the value in nature that tied with your brilliant ideas is literally what heals the world like you can still have science you can still have math you can still have these things our ancestors had these things they just also worked with mother nature and she also worked with them but what i'm seeing is when they're gone shit it's like literally heaven on earth bro can we get there can we speed up the motherfucking process this shit is chaos death pedophilia like literally the world that they're running right now they made it legal and that's the reason why i say 
I, I am someone that has many meanings. And yes, I do like women. I do like men. I don't really claim any labels. I don't claim to be a sort of a part, a part of a certain community or any of that shit. Because you know why? That same community is okay with voting on their LGBTQ and all that kind of all them letters that go into it. They're, they're currently voting on in one of the states. I think it was California passed it already in their community is that a grown-ass person, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, can mentally say, I am a three-year-old, I am a five-year-old, so then it's okay, and and y'all just passed this fucking law in California, so look it up and don't play with me. That in my mind, I feel like a five, six, seven-year-old, so I'm able to date and talk to this five, six, seven-year-old, and that's a part of the, the LGBT, whatever, 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 all the other letters down there. If you don't believe me, look it up. They just made a thing. I don't know the term or the letter that they took for it, but I do know what it was. I'll never forget that. That it's okay for this person, you know, it's it's the the argument that they that they had with it was um, you know how some people be like, I was born in this body, but I'm a man. I was born in this body, I'm a woman. Da da da. That's the argument that they had with it. That they were born in this older body, but they had a mentality or or the sexual experience or whatever the fuck of a adolescent. So that's the people that they should date. Literally, they had a commercial for it and a flyer for it and everything. And what it was, was the flyer for it was a grown-ass person holding a child's hand. But on the inside of the grown-ass person, it was like a soul or shadow or something. And it showed a a child holding a child's hand, almost like this person, almost like this grown-ass person is just a shell. Like, motherfucker, what? No, you're a grown-ass person with this kid. But they try to advertise it like, oh, no, you see this grown-ass person, but really it's not. This person's really a a, a 10-year-old. That's why he's holding little Tammy's hand. Like, fuck no. That's the shit y'all just passed. The other shit that just passed, well, it didn't just pass, but in Texas. Texas is all fucked up with their abortion laws and shit. But also, in their books, they don't even have slavery anymore. You want to know what they have in their books in Texas? What they're teaching their kids? They're teaching their kids that the slaves that they uh, beat, stole, and killed, genocide, raped, that they all came and helped America be built voluntarily. Like, we was just like, they came out of Africa and was like, hey, bro, we're building America over here. Uh, We sure could use a couple hands. And we're just like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Come on, bro, let's go. Let's just help them out for a little bit. That's what they're teaching the kids in Texas right now. They're not teaching them about slavery. Not teaching them about the pilgrimage. And the indigenous people being murdered. They're not teaching them none of that shit. No, 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 no. In their books, the kids that are coming up right now in this generation don't even fucking know about that. They think that our ancestors came over voluntarily to help build America. Not even counting the ones that was already here. 
So just food for thought for you guys for a little bit. I need y'all to watch some shit and really wake up to what's going on. So the second part of this is going to be my notes that I got from the movies that I watched. Breaking those down a little bit. And then we're going to wrap it up with that. Um, we're going to wrap it up with the vampires. No, actually, no, we're not going to wrap it up with the vampires. We're going to go more into detail um, and breaking down how I know and how I found out the royal family has vampire blood or are vampires. <laughs> Because a lot of people think like vampires like Twilight and it's all fantasy and stuff. But like I told you guys, they have everything hidden in plain sight. So they want you to think that witches are just a thing of the past. No, motherfucker, we still here. They want you to think that um, vampires are just a, a, a movie genre type. No, we learned about one in school. His name is Vlad the Impaler. I'm going to take y'all back to his story in school. Vlad the Impaler. Yes, you remember that name. Guess what his name was? Vlad Dracula. Vlad Dracula. Dracula. Count Dracula. Is Vlad the Impaler. That's what we're going to be breaking down next. Breaking down a little bit about him. The movies that I've seen that involved it. Some movies and shows that have themes around it, surrounding it, that you guys can check out. Um, yeah, it's going to be very, very detailed and very deep. So stay tuned. I'm excited to get into it. Thank you for listening so far. And yeah, let's break down this shit. Okay, so we're jumping back into it now. This is going to break down, like, some of the notes that I've been taking over the time. Because I honestly found out about um, the royal bloodline. I mean, like, the the queen and them having um, vampire ties. I found out about that a while ago. But it's like, I'm like, okay, spirit guides, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this information? You know, I research so much, but it's like... um, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, am I supposed to tell people this? Or are they going to think I'm crazy? But I realized that um, I don't care if people think I'm crazy. It's the truth and it needs to get out. So, let's see. Let's talk about it. Let's see what I wrote down. Um, some of this stuff was such a while ago. So, you know, be patient with my notes. Me trying to gather together. So, first off, we'll start off with, like, a couple things in society, like movies, that um, deals with vampires kind of like werewolves in a little bit too but like mainly vampires and royal bloodlines covens kind of like some rules and shit like that so it's like they'll show you that they're like aristocratic and they'll show you that they have like royalty type of bloodlines that they follow certain um statutes or limitations and like things like that um example i think the movie the underworld that i was watching the other day the girl brought home like a a lichen is what they were called on there so like a werewolf to the vampire's mansion and like that was something she wasn't supposed to do um it's like their bloodlines was pitted against them this whole time but it basically showed that it's like a coven so it's like only a certain amount of them everybody live together you know everybody know each other um 
there has to be some sort some form of incest because if you mix with a human you have a strong possibility uh, possibility a 50-50 chance that your child will be a human born it doesn't mean just because you have a baby with a vampire that the baby gonna be a vampire it's a 50 50 chance so you'll see some movies like the underworld vampire diaries true blood blade was a good one and queen of the damned blade and queen of the damned are more like um showing you black versions of vampires but um they do exist as well but the main thing i'm talking about right now is gonna be the royal families so some more um different types that's in also like folklore is and and they come from like different countries too as well so like example um for the jewish folklore they're called um estries and they're like um night owls estries mean night owls in their language and they're pretty much like shape-shifting feminine blood drinkers um so they're thought to be like the daughters of the lilith the succubus demon because they're sexualized and that's just like you know jewish like hebrewic um belief systems that's like what they believe they're called estries or night owls in china they're called jiangshis and there's actually a movie um called mr vampire it's the 90s movie and i think there's like part one two three like you know sequels and stuff like that but if you want to look into like the chinese version of vampires and they didn't get it from us either they had their own like every culture has their own beings that they see on their own territory you see what i'm saying like how i said nymphs have their own location that they protect mermaids are in their own version of their you know waters so everybody has their own thing so in china their vampires are called jiangxi or jiangxi and they hop around their grave dwellers so they hop around they hang around the graves cemeteries they're known as the undead that eat humans and mr vampire is a 90s movie y'all can check out and kind of look into that a little bit um the 1922 classic black and white film nos nosfartaru i think i'm gonna say that wrong nosfartaru or nosfartu or whatever that image is the image of Lathian paler it's basically like i know you guys know if you look it up n-o-s-f-e-r-a-t-u you'll know what image i'm talking about it's like that really pale um creepy looking guy he had like that v that widow's peak and like the pointy ears and it's like that black and white film from like a long time ago and he just looks like really awkward like a really awkward strange vampire his image was based off of Vlad Impaler but that was like Hollywood vampire like when they first started to really put him out there like that um and Filipino cultures they have a couple different ones so one of them's called a I know I'm saying this wrong. Mandurugu, M-A-N-D-U-R-U-G-O. And they're almost like Jeepers Creepers. They're flying creatures that drink blood. The other one's uh, Manangal. I know I'm going to beat that word up. M-A-N-A-N-A-N-G-G-A-L. So with them, in the daytime, they're a beautiful woman. At nighttime, they're a blood-drinking monster. 
So with the manganals, manangals, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, their upper and lower body separates at nighttime. So like in the daytime, she's a beautiful woman. At nighttime, the top half of her comes apart from the bottom half of her and she flies around with fangs and wings and drinks blood. And then comes back and connects her body and she's a beautiful woman. That's what the Filipino culture believes when it comes to their vampires, okay? Um, another example in the media, I was watching CSI Miami not too long ago, season one. Um, I love crime shows and stuff, but there was one in particular. So I want to show you guys what vampirism looks like outside of Hollywood and like theatrics and things like that. So there's actually people that do believe that they're vampires or they do have like this urge to drink and consume blood. Okay. Um, Whether it's human blood or like animal blood, they do have people that do that. CSI Miami season one I don't remember the episode name but there's a specific episode with a nutritionist and the nutritionist she killed people and stored their organs uh, and then turned them into powder to mix them into smoothies okay so that's a whole process but it's still consuming human blood even though it's in a powder form she consumes it she put it in her smoothies and that way um, I think vampires need like two cups a day or something two cups of blood a day for their own nutrition base or they're gonna get sick so that was her way of doing it so the same way i'm saying like okay fangs and wings and all that shit yeah but in today's time in modern days time they're not gonna look like that they'll probably be doing some shit like this lady just did that i mentioned okay um or even like you know the royals and shit probably do it that way because they have the money and things to do so so, I think we broke down, let me scan over my notes real quick. I think we broke down all of the types that we may see. Okay, so now we're going to get into Vlad the Impaler. So, his original name was Vlad Dracul. Okay, so his dad was named Dracul because he was, um, he belonged to the Order of the Dragon. Dragon, um, Dracul means devil or dragon in that language, Okay. So, his dad pretty much adopted the name Dracul, and then his son was Dracula, which means the son of Dracul, basically. And that's the Romanian language. So, that's where Dracula came from, the son of Dracul, okay? Um, he, his dad was um, someone that fought in the Muslim Ottoman Empire. So, this is way back in the day. Vlad Dracul, Vlad Dracula was born in Transylvania, Romania in 1431, okay? So a long time ago. But he is a part of the five royal families, okay? To to today's time, what they do is, well, back in Vlad the Impaler's time, what he would do is he would go to war with people and conquer them, and then, like, everybody that died out on the field, he would, like, eat them or, like, at least eat parts of them. So, if you remember learning about him in um, in school, the textbooks had um, him sitting down. You can see him sitting down on his throne, and it, it, it had like a zoomed-in picture. If they zoomed out of it, you would see him eating them. But in the picture, it was zoomed up in the textbook, and what you would see is like they cropped it out. You would see on the back of him, he had like... 
they try to make it seem like, oh, he impaled the heads on the stake. That's why they call him Fat Vlad the Impaler, because he would kill people, chop off their heads, and impale it on a stake. No, he did do that. But what he would do is he would chop off their heads and make their heads, it's like their dead bodies, like face the table, and he would eat them. He would have, you know, the people cook them, and he would eat them while their own heads watched him eating them, if that makes sense. He's sick. But on the picture in the textbook, all we seen was Vlad the Impaler. And we're just like, oh, that motherfucker's a savage. He chopped off their heads and had them sitting on the stake? No, it was deeper than that. If the whole picture would have shown, you would have seen him with a plate. And you would have seen, like, an arm, a leg, a hand, a finger. And he's really just grabbing, like, that's all he ate. Okay? So, moving forward from him. There was, he had two sons, right? He had two sons, okay? So, there was a, his two sons, of course, had their own offsprings. One of their offsprings was a great-grandmother of um, of Prince Charles. So, her name was Mary of Tech. She's the great grandma, okay? She's also the grandma to the old ass female right now, uh, Queen Elizabeth II. So Prince Charles and Queen Elizabeth II are like cousins or something, right? They share the same grandma, which is their great grandma, the Mary of Tech, okay? She was the queen during the reign of King George. I don't know. I think the V is like the fourth or something i think a v is the fourth king george the fourth so her grandma queen mary was named after a princess okay of Wattenberg, which is also a descendant of vlad's son so it's like the name mary they kept passing it down the same way i said like you know generational names get passed down the name mary was also her grandmother's name which is also her grandmother's names which are the descendants of Vlad's sons, okay? So, <laughs> leading up to Prince Charles now, which is, this is his, his great-grandma we talking about, him and Queen Elizabeth II's great-grandma we're talking about. They're direct descendants to Vlad. They have a stake, remember the same stake that I said um, that they impaled the head on? They have a stake there set up for them in Transylvania to commemorate the family links with the British family. The Transylvania-Romania ties end with this British family. It's the same family. They just moved. They moved. They took. They married into a different place and became the rulers of Britain now, but before they were in Transylvania-Romania. That's why if you see so many movies like, what, the Transylvania Hotel, the little kids movie, or like all the old movies is like, oh, um, vampires came from Transylvania. Or like that's where they kind of say that they live and shit like that. That's because that's where Vlad the Impaler is from. So it's like it tells you the truth, but they don't tell you the detail. Even the, the dad, the movie, the whole kids movie about um, Hotel Transylvania or whatever. All that shit. That's Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, they have several properties um, because they're heir to his throne. They're like the last surviving descendants, the royal family right now, okay? 
So, now that we got down some of the little facts about what I learned about them, let's get into <laughs> what happened a little bit, okay? So, like, during that time, it was like the 17th, 18th, 17th, 18th century, right? And in, like, East European, German, Hungarian culture, um, there was a vampire uproar, okay? Because, like I said... Vlad the Impaler, he was around, he was like one of the first ones, but his family continued to do it. And during the 18th century, it was like, it's they started to write about it. It started to be like papers and written lore about it and stuff like that. So it wasn't just talk of the town, it was like people were starting to make press of it. It became a whole situation where people were like panicking. It was called the Vampire Panic. Um, it was around the same time of like this t- tuberculosis plague. So people were freaking out because they felt like, okay, a lot of people are dying of tuberculosis. And they felt like if you had a vampire in your family, then that was the reason that your family contracted tuberculosis. I know it doesn't make sense, but that's what they believed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, so it's like, it's almost like a witch hunt, but it was vampires. So it's like, okay, everybody's dying of tuberculosis. So say your family was dying the smiths or something i hope that don't freak anybody out that has the last name smith but that's just a common ass name so say the smiths are dying right and say um the youngest smith died and she you have to go um they were exhuming bodies so they would go and dig up the coffins and say that the one that just died she doesn't look like she's been decomposing for some reason they took that as she's not dead and she's sucking the life out of the people that's still alive that's still sick in your family so like say your grandma and your auntie just got it after little betty died then it's like they're blaming betty for your grandma and your auntie getting it so you're gonna dig up betty and kill her again <laughs> like it's like they had to re-kill her or like um yeah they felt like they had to re-kill her like stab a stake in the heart or do something extra on top of that to make sure she to make sure that it would stop of course it wouldn't stop because tuberculosis doesn't spread that way but that's like how freaked out they were with the vampire panic so they were going around exhuming a bunch of bodies digging up a bunch of people you'll see this on certain movies too um that's involving vampires people digging up graves and stabbing a stake in the hearts and vampire hunters and all that kind of stuff too um that's where the coffin theory came from of like um them hiding uh um you know how, like, I think the movie's called The Little Vampire with the little boy from Stuart Little. It's like a early 2000s or, like, 90s movie. And then there's, like, all these other movies where it's, like, you'll see um, them go inside a coffin and go to sleep for the night. That's where that whole idea or, like, lore came from is because the people during that vampire panic thought that they were just in there sleeping and they weren't really dead. So they would dig them up and re-kill them and move on you know so on and so forth so that's where the coffin theory came from so the uh the particular family i was talking about the first family that was actually um um subjugated to this vampire panic was the browns okay so there's a little girl named mercy brown and she was the first person um to die of consumption by her family so i believe she was like really sick but she wasn't dead and if I believe correctly, they, like, buried her, like, like when they, when they buried her, she was still alive when they buried her. So when they went to go exhume her body, 
it was like she didn't really start to decompose because she was still like dying that makes sense I don't know how to explain it but it was like she was at the stage where she was too weak to let them know she's um not dead but she was like not officially dead yet I don't fucking know she was like on the verge of dying I guess and they buried her alive so when her family um started to get sick like I said with tuberculosis her father um, was forced to exhume all of his family members' bodies out the grave. She was the only one that wasn't as decomposed as the others, and that was because she was buried alive. So it was like she was slowly dying in that box. Um, they felt like she was like a part of the undead, and she was draining life from everybody else. So they made her kill. They made her dad kill her and eat her. Like, he, they made her dad consume her. Um, and they made the other family that was alive and sick. I think one of them was, like, her brother. They made them, like, consume him. Consume her, excuse me. Um, like, they burned her to ashes and, like, made a drink out of her. And they made her brother and her dad drink her, thinking it would cure him of the entities attached from her being like some type of vampire thing or um from the tuberculosis and all that like they really had it in their mind that like this would help so even with the whole cannibalism thing and vampires and all that kind of stuff if you can if you notice all of these themes i've not and i'm not gonna pick and choose with stories to tell i'm always gonna tell the truth but i have yet to bring up a a african or black or a person of color doing any of these atrocities involved eating people consuming people but yet they say that africans and voodoo and all that is cannibalism and shit and it's not we've never had a reason to eat anybody there's several documents that you can look up to this day at your local library that has several written examples of how europeans eat each other and this is one of them. Mercy Brown and George Brown. In 1891, she was the first person to die by consumption of her own family. They murdered, burned her, mixed her into a drink, and drunk her. And her brother still died because that's not how tuberculosis works. It didn't cure him. Either way, they still died. Okay? So modern day... What some of what some of them do to people that's into vampirism, or they believe they have this in their bloodline, or whatever. Um, modern day, they buy blood from the butcher shops, so they don't really need to attack humans. Now that's just like the the average Joe that you might you know walk past. Like I said in CSI, she was killing people herself. Like she didn't. He asked her, "Why don't you just get animal blood like some people do?" And she said she felt like human blood is more pure and it helped her more, had more nutrients or something. She was a nutritionist, so she went with killing people. That's the way that the royal families go with because you, they can do that. Why do you think there's so many melanated kids and women and children and men that are kidnapped and never found again? We don't have our own alert system. Why do you think organ donor is such a thing? You put your name down for organ donor on an organ donor's list, and you think, because I, I, that was me for a second when I was a kid. When I when I first was, I think, like 16 or something, you can get your little permit or whatever license, and they ask you, do you want to be an organ donor? I said, no. I said, no, mom. 
my mom said, um, why don't you do it so that you can help people that, you know, may need your help after you pass on? So, you know, that's why I did it at first. Then when I turned 19, I really started to look into the fact that when you're on an organ donor, you go on this list. And you're on this list that everybody has access to. So let's see that Beverly Brown has the healthiest spleen or the healthiest kidneys in the whole world. And she has both her kidneys. And it just so happened the queen needs your kidneys. And you just so happen to be an indigenous woman. They'll kidnap you and take your stuff and make it seem like something happened. Uh, you know, you'll just never be found again. That's what that that's what really happens. You know what I'm saying? Whether they turn it to powder or they drink it, it don't matter. That's what vampirism looks like right now today to these royals. If you listen to my old podcast involving um, the ing- indigenous women, I'm, it says it the same way. Um, it's not saying the vampirism, but it's talking about how they kidnap them for their own pleasures. So this is one of them. On top of them having surgeries and replacing their heart like one of them what was it david rockefeller he just died like a year or two ago that motherfucker was like a hundred and something he had like 67 heart transplants or some some shit like that six or seven some shit like that heart transplants in his whole lifetime where do you think he got them hearts from you see what i'm saying and when you're on the organ donor list, sometimes people be waiting years for that. By the time you get the heart, you're damn near dead. You got a pacemaker on, but not these royals. They can pay for it. They can have somebody going to kidnap and stage it, robbing, drive-by shooting, and bring you the organs you need. You guys take care of it, and nobody knows what happened. That's what really happens. The modern-day people that is kind of like, you know, they can't afford it that way, they might go to the butcher shop and ask for pig blood or something and bring it home and they drink it or make it into powder whatever the fuck they do with it but there is modern day vampirism that goes on but the royal family this is something that is in their blood this is something that they have that's why you don't see them out in the sunlight like that that's why that little ugly ass bitch always got a little hat over her head she always got a little umbra somebody holding an umbrella over her and shit when the sun does touch her look somebody punched her in their fucking eye they look beat up when the sun really touches them. They don't just get a little uh, little skin burn that you could peel off and shit. No, it looked like somebody punched her in her face. You'll see it. Another thing that's like just a, a, a myth is a bite is not going to change you. That's a myth. That's, that's, that's what they added to make it seem like it's fantasy. To make it seem like it's not real. Like they can't really be vampires. But they really can be. So they made it like a myst- mystical thing. A bite is not going to change you. Only breeding will create that, okay? So a vampire and another vampire, of course, is going to make a vampire. Like, duh. Simple mathematics. However, it gets trickier when it comes to vampire and human offspring. Pretty much like when they inbreed in, in that type of way, when they breed that type of way... It's too risky, and they don't really like doing it. That's why, if you notice, a lot of, like, that's why Meghan Markle was such a fucking issue for them. They want him to marry somebody from some other part of the country that was probably still his cousin. It's just a distant cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, that royal shit is very fucking sick. They'll marry your long-lost distant cousin from Wessex or whatever the fuck is up there. So that you can't, I mean, so that you still 
have these type of kids you still have this inbreeding the 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 money stays in the family the wealth the secrets all that stays in the family that's why Meghan Markle was such an issue because Harry's like "Uh, nah I don't want to do that he's like "Mm -mm. I'm cool that's why he's so different that's why it's such an issue for them that's why they were pushing that so heavy with Meghan Markle because now it's like she's not one of us but they took that risk too because even though she don't got a lot of black in her she does have black in her so they still took a risk as well because they're like okay well shit now this is introducing melanin to the family maybe now as an experiment with a little melanin in our family maybe we might last a little longer before this they didn't have no melanin in their family you see what i'm saying pay attention to everything pay attention to everything now that baby moving forward has melanin in their body, they might be able to live a little longer, last a little longer. Maybe might even be able to come outside. You see what I'm saying? Be in the sun in the future. Not like Queen Elizabeth and the Popes and all of them, where they got to be covered up from that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones that mix, mix with humans, um, they're called dampiers. It's like vampires, but it's like with a D, dampiers. Okay, let's see what else we got. Vampires, when you look into them, they're considered a humanoid, a blood-drinking species humanoid. They're not humans. They're their own species altogether. Okay. There's no virus or no bite that makes you want to. That's not going to happen. They prefer to stay hidden due to fear of how humans will react. The fact that this podcast is coming out and people are going to listen to it and may just catch on to the fact that this is the truth. That is their biggest fear for them to be revealed. All vampires have low to no melanin at all, which results in pale skin. Their skin is like paper, okay? Their skin is almost like paper. It's so sensitive to sunlight. It's like paper-thin skin. Mm-hmm. They do have a heightened sense of smell so that they can find food in the night. That smell, that, that whole garlic thing, the only reason why garlic is sensitive to them is because their smell is so heightened. Think about this as like women, that pregnancy knows. Think about that on like 10,000. It's like having a pregnancy nose on 10,000, so of course garlic is going to smell, but it doesn't um, kill them or anything like that. It just makes them sensitive to the smell. They just don't like it. They have fangs to puncture the skin and not tear it because they just need to puncture it enough to get their, their source out, their blood. Now, the thing is, in their saliva, they have a numbing agent in their saliva. That's why in a lot of movies, like when they're um, drinking blood, it looks almost like it doesn't hurt. And then it's like um, some of them get like aroused, like it's a sexual thing. It's because it's like it doesn't hurt. And then the 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 speed of um, like how fast they're drinking the blood out your system, it gives you like this sense of euphoria. And also sometimes where they bite you, it may be in like a sexual place. So like your neck is common. You know, like a lot of people, that's their spot, their neck, you know. Um, 
back in the day, I think um, there were stories of vampire biting people in between their thigh because that's where you got a lot of that meat and um, blood from. Those are also sexualized type of organs. So that's where that whole sexualized, euphoric um, feeling or thing that they push on the movies and stuff where it's like, it looks like they're almost like having sex or it's like a climactic moment when they're um, drinking their blood. That's where that comes from. So it doesn't hurt the person. Um, and they also have like a anticoagulant pretty much is like basically some type of um I don't know if it's a bacteria or some type of something in their blood that makes sure that your blood does not clot so that it's easier for them to drink so they have like two things in their saliva that kind of helps them also that same anticoagulant is in their stomach and it secretes so that um their the blood can be processed processed and absorbed into their own body so it's not like oh they're gonna shit out bloody stool later or like piss out bloody pee or anything like that it's like the way that their body processes things their digestive system is very different from humans because they're not humans so all it does is the blood goes back into their own bloodstream it's almost like how i was explaining water how 75 percent of humans uh 75 percent of us is made up of water so we sweat we pee you know um we cry whatever and the water's coming out of our body all day long so it's like that's why they say drink lots of water to replenish that okay so it's almost like with them they don't they're not 75 percent made of, of water they're made up of whatever else in blood so two cups a day kind of does what our water base does for us the blood does for them what water does for us <laughs> shit you know what i'm trying to say it nutrients them like um it keeps them going pretty much if they don't have it then it's almost like us we'll walk around like dehydrated our skin will start falling off it's just it's fucked up basically if they don't have it so that's what they do and they just need two cups a day for their nourishment so honestly like um a full person like those movies where it's like you'll see them drinking um a person and completely sucking all their blood out of them that's all also like fantasized to create fear or panic with the vampires and just also be a part of like the um fairy tale horror storytelling shit but in reality they can only drink two cups of blood from somebody and i think humans have like 24 cups of blood or some shit like that in their bodies i don't know i know a lot of weird fucking information but they pretty much could not do that okay in reality um so i hope that helps but those are the different um different types of vampires all around the world okay so we mentioned like the jewish type the chinese type the filipino type there's way more i'm sure i just brought a couple that i looked into over the years um what they look like what they would be like in today's time and what that would look like as well because it's not like of course you can't go and do what vlad the impaler was doing which is everybody that he fought in the battles he would just go and be like oh give me that arm right there it's like he was at fucking safeway or something shopping literally like okay i'm gonna need that arm give me his toe give me his leg i need that tongue and they would literally create a whole buffet just of that he would also have his soldiers eat them too he would have his soldiers eat them too so um i hope that helps you guys understand vampires a little bit more so it's not like 
this entire podcast that I'm doing is not a fucking fairy tale made up thing. It's a real thing. I need y'all to really understand that. <laughs> like for real. I, I really need you to get get that in your head that this is something that these people are actively doing. Um, make sure you take organ donor off your fucking shit. If you want, now say you are a good person, you're like, Well, I did want to donate my organs, put that shit in your last will and testament saying that I such and such and such want to give this um my whatever organs that are useful to help somebody else I want to give it to directly my family somebody in my family that needs it or you know if you have a certain friend in mind or whatever but put that shit in your last will and testament do not put that on your ID because it puts you on this list of people where all they got to do is say you know what this person Sarah Brown has the healthiest body parts. We need all her shit. Wait a minute. The queen needs a new set of eyeballs. Queen needs a heart transplant. The queen needs a new spleen and some new kidneys. And Sarah has it all. And she's living by herself. Nobody's going to know she's missing. Let's go. You see what I'm saying? That's what really happens. So just pay attention to that kind of shit. Um, I hope this helped you guys with a little bit about understanding modern day vampirism. Um, understanding about the royal families, their bloodlines, their blood ties, the fact that their great-great-grandmothers are literally like the direct descendants of Vlad the Impaler's sons. So that's their great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather and things like that. (laughs) Um, Literally, if you look at a picture of Prince Charles and then look at a picture of Vlad the Impaler and look at a picture of Dracula, like, pull those all up you'll see the same v-point same pointy ears the nose everything i wish this was like a video or something so i can show y'all myself but you know that'll be for another time um but yeah i hope this helped you guys in some side some sort of way look into those movies that i talked about um to get some type of visualization that's why i do it because you know sometimes people need a visual to what you're saying so my next messages that I'm going to do after this is going to be ancestor messages. Um, just whatever they want to tell the collective, whatever they want to tell somebody in particular. Um, I think I'm going to leave the royals alone for a little bit until my ancestors tell me to pick pick back up and fuck with them again. But for now, I think we're done with the royals. We're going to go back to our face stories. This actually was one of our face stories. Um vampires just came up in you know the next to talk about list when it came to like mystical beings and stuff and i just had to clarify that they're not mystical beings they're a certain bloodline that came from a certain family they are still here and they're still doing things there's other people in the world that has vampirism for their own belief systems and things but the royal families this is what they do this is how they stay in power and this is how they stay alive in a way like to be honest with you (laughs) like i said look up how many heart transplants google how many heart transplants did david rockefeller have before he died and just think about how many people passed away they didn't that was not no heart that was sitting around waiting for somebody they have other being other means and ways of getting the organs that they need they don't have to wait on a list okay understand that i love you guys thank you for always supporting me until the next time peace